You're listening to the General Geekery Podcast. Welcome to episode, uh, I believe it's episode 17 of General Geekery. Uh, with me, as always, is JD. And finally, our regular host, co-host, Jimbo, is with us, finally. Hello. Hey, nice of you to show up this time. Um, yeah, since you missed the episode, finally we got announced it. Great invitation. Yeah, yeah, you missed the episode we announced yes the co-host on, and then you missed the episode after that. So, well, <laughs> technically the episode after that because I wasn't even on that one. Uh, no, that was the one in between, and oh. that's because again, if you don't know what the West Wing is, you can't participate. So, fair um, enough. So, but uh, and yeah, so. Long time, no podcast. I think it's only been a couple weeks, but it feels like it's been forever. Uh, it's that holiday break, man. Everybody has that. Yep. Well, yeah, I was going to say Christmas came and went, and now it's uh, this is our New Year show, even though we're still a few days out from New Year's. Happy New Year, everybody. Um, yes. It, well, it cannot end soon enough. Fuck you, 2016. Yeah, yeah. Because what happened today? Yeah. Carrie Fisher died. died. And the fact is, the geek world is, well, it's in shambles right now, because, yep. I mean, this is this is massive, and, I mean, she wasn't just, you know, Princess Leia, she was, she was a writer, she was a comedian, um, I mean... I've completely forgotten she had been, she was in uh, Blues Brothers. Um, you know... Very good right. uh, Well... When Harry met Sally, when I don't think of her as Leia, I think of her from when Harry met Sally because, um, you know, she was Meg Ryan's friend in that movie, and never seen that it. was it. It was the first non-Star Wars movie I saw her in. In fact, when I saw that, oh god, it was probably fifteen years ago. Now I said, "Hey, Princess Leia's in this." Um, so, yeah, this is. I mean. We knew it was bad when she had the heart attack last week. Yeah. But, and then, you know, they said she was stable, and then she was back in ICU, and then she was stable. Uh, and they never really specified. They were You were getting reports from the family. Um, you know, as a, as a paramedic, uh, I can tell you that the fact that they were actively doing CPR on her when they took her off the plane, that has a survival rate of about 1% to 10%. Really? Yeah. Damn. Um, so I didn't want to be the asshole that 
My uh, threw water on everybody's hopes, but I, I, I'm not surprised. I, I'm surprised she held on this long, actually. My understanding is that she was not breathing or, or yeah, she was on a vent ten minutes before she started getting CPR. Oh yeah, and see that's way too long. Yeah, once I heard that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, the the yeah. to survive. To survive a cardiac arrest, it has to be early defibrillation and early CPR. And if she didn't get CPR early, then it's just, it's, I'm surprised that they got a pulse back, honestly. Um, and, well, she she went to ICU, and then, yeah, the family kept saying, you know, she was stable and whatever, but we don't know what kind of condition she was actually in. Was she, was she stable in terms of... She's, you know, yeah. the machines were keeping her going, yes. or was she breathing on her own? Or no, it's my understanding she was it. on a vent, and that is not technically stable. That is technically critical care, and you know the the family had been saying that she's stable, and that just means that she's not getting any worse. Stable and critical mean different things to people that work in a hospital. Um. And this and she, is, she I mean, this never is, stable. I'm, I'm sorry to say. Um, and this sucks because, I mean, the fact is, um, I mean, how many of you growing up didn't have a thing for Leia? Everybody did. Yeah. Um, and she's, but like I said, she was she was a comedian too. I mean, she did script doctoring on a lot of on a lot of movies, and she wrote books and. Um, and in fact, she reads the audio books for her novels, and and I, uh, and you know, I, I, I mean, just a couple months ago, I was watching an interview with her from some convention, and I mean, she's hilarious. And this just, this is awful. Um, and I mean, it's awful because she was only sixty. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know she's had her share of problems over the years. Yes. Um, I mean, she fought addiction for years. She fought mental illness with the bipolar disorder. Um, I mean, she was an advocate for education about um, mental health. But so, I mean, she touched a lot of people that had nothing to do with uh, her movie roles. So, I mean, the whole world is literally rocked by this. This is just, this sucks. Um, and when I, when I read the news today at work, I cried because, I mean, this is, I mean, I mean, just as a Star Wars fan, it was bad when we lost Kenny Baker in August. Um, and now we've lost Princess Leia and now it's like, well, these people that we grew up watching these movies, they're going to start slipping away. Um, and it sucks because they're they're titans in our heads. I mean, these are Star Wars is the reason why a lot of us are geeks. I yeah. mean, it's just it's uh, today uh, the website collider dot com. They've got a they've got a video podcast that they do well just about every day. They've got different themes, but every week they have a Star Wars one and um, John Campia from. Uh, the Collider Jedi Council podcast, he did a 10-minute address today that just basically said today he took his mother to go see Rogue One and it 
and you know it was a great time and then he left the movie theater he was leaving the movie theater and the alert came in on his phone about it and he said that really changed uh changed the experience having just seen the movie um and this is just i don't know this sucks so rest in peace carrie fisher you've earned it yeah may the force be with you well, on a and, more positive note, we actually have a guest for tonight who we've kind of been ignoring for the last few minutes. But uh, our good friend Doug, good friend Doug Brown, is on with us tonight. Um, you might know him better yeah. as uh, Doremo from the boards. Jeez, uh, we've known Doug for I don't know, close to ten years now, probably. Yeah, I was going to say I've been friends with him for at least eight years. I mean, five years ago. He was out here in uh, in Niagara Falls with me. He stayed at my house, and we went up to the Canadian Joe convention, and I think it was the second to last year of it. And uh, yeah, I'm sure you take everybody to the Canadian convention, but me. Well, <laughs> you didn't come up here for it, so I was in Afghanistan. Uh, what do you want? Yeah, you weren't well, available. Yeah, I was going to say, well, you should have left Afghanistan and joined us. Then, damn it, the the Hajis could have waited. I mean, oops. How many people did I just defend? Um, probably none. And I don't care. Um, out, of, out of our 16 listeners, probably two. Probably yeah, I was none. Say. Um, yeah, you're right. Probably none of them. So, um, but yeah, Doug, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Welcome aboard, man. And Doug is a customizer as well and a yeah. fabulous caster. Oh, um, yes, indeed. In fact, I'm, my casted parts showed up today. As did mine. Um, and uh, sorry, Jimbo. <laughs> Why? I, I guess you didn't get the memo. No, uh, I never get the memos. Well, that's what happens <laughs> when you don't show up to the podcasts like you're supposed to. Well, I don't get the memos that there's a podcast. Do we send memos that there's a podcast? Uh, well, I always tell Brian to, but uh, you know, I think um, I, yeah, I might have forgotten that last one. Slack ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, my cash showed up today, and I'm already painting one of the heads. Um, <clears throat> dude, this is good work. I mean, this is like phenomenal work. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, he sent me. What y'all get, man? He sent me a few weapons. There's definitely a. One in here that I really like. It's uh, like a compact M4 with the silencer on it. It's perfect for what I want. Um, some of the BBI stuff, you know, the the chest plugs for the from the some of the newer figures, some of the backpacks, all stuff that I can use. That's for sure. And then yeah, let's uh, see. I got one uh, of, one removable backpacks. I got uh, I got a couple of the chest plugs for the seals and. Well, that's good for you, Brian, because I know you were running out of BBI parts. And uh, and then, let's see, I got the, the the Shock Trooper vest, but it's cast in a much, much more flexible material than the ones that Hasbro uses. So this is infinitely more usable because um, the the only slightly, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's bendable, but... Uh, the Hasbro ones, it's bendable, but 
they're rigid too at the same time and so a little difficult to use but this is this is awesome these backpacks are nice are they custom sculpts or are they they're are they from other lines most of them are bbi parts that i've modified so with a with a a backpack nice um holding on well and i got an officer hat because uh i'm gonna uh, at some point i'm gonna make my own uh, Steel Raven figure because I'm not paying forty bucks for the club version, which is just a bizarre recipe. Um, and then I got a couple of guns, and honest to God, I'm holding one of the guns up right next to the Hasbro version, and dude, I can't even tell. Yeah. Honestly, this is high quality work. Um, so, uh, yeah, dude, I'm extremely happy and then you threw in a crimson guard helmet which is awesome because um my god the detail in this cast is just phenomenal um, well and I, I love this i've got a, a custom vest that he put together and that's you know that's what i should have been doing all this time is instead of gluing pouches onto my figures is getting like a blank vest and glue and stuff on it then and then casting it up well, hey, hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, but now that we've got a now that we've got a source for our uh, addiction, well, um, just order for Doug. Um, yeah, this is a uh, yeah. This is, I'm I'm extremely happy with these. Well, like I got a couple of the the uh, the caps with the mics attached to them from the BBI line because um, I never. Um, I never got a lot of those, uh, hello? Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Okay. All right. That was weird. There was an echo all of a sudden. Huh. Um, yeah. So, uh, I've never had more than a couple of BBI figures, but I've always liked the hats. Now I've got a couple of them. Good deal. Um, so I guess we'll just... Why don't just... you give us a plug for your website, man? Uh, well, basically it's just, uh, if you go to the pro boards and, and search for Darmo's Dojo, you'll, you'll find it. I really don't have like a, a, a real website. It's just a page with cast parts on it and that kind of stuff. It's, it's nothing, nothing real yet. Cause most of, most of the time I've been kind of like off the, off the grid with the casting and molding. You had to like know somebody to get a hold of me. Right. Always acting in the shadows. So, uh, lately I've been putting more stuff up and. Well, like a true ninja, you work best from the shadows. Yes. Um, well, because uh, Doug, uh, uh, Doug specializes in like martial arts customs. And see, I've always loved ninjas. Uh, but about six or seven years ago, I went on this spree of making all kinds of G.I. Joe ninja customs because I got inspired by his work. Um, yeah, that was pretty much what got me into customizing figures was the, the whole ninja aspects when those 25th figures came out. Well, I was just going to ask, and normally we, we start off by, you know, what what got you into customizing specifically? Well, the 25th, that was pretty much it. When those figures came out in 2007, I was like, oh, these are awesome. And I had no idea what, you know, even customizing figures was at the time. You know, I had a little bit of a, a miniature painting, modeling background but i'd never customized action figures and uh at the, about the same time they had the uh, larry hamas comic for storm shadow the solo ah, yes. uh, comic that came out. 
well, they had a really cool-looking Storm Shadow in that comic, and I wanted a figure of that. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a figure of that. And so that's pretty much what got me started into customizing. Pretty soon I wasn't just making figures. I was doing accessories and, you know, the whole whole nine yards for figures. And I'll tell you, yeah, there's, there's, in, but, yeah, you, know, you, ma- you made a bunch of ninja weapons that it oh, was yeah. years before Hasbro got around to making yeah. their own versions of some of those same weapons. Well, and some, and they're, they're, the stuff that Hasbro has made doesn't even touch the quality of stuff that that Doug's made. I mean, some of those no, are just fantastic. Because a lot of times it's kind They're of... all fantastic. Uh, I mean, it's better, like, when you got to, like, the, the 30th anniversary Storm Shadow with all those tiny accessories, yeah. that was one of the first times that a lot of the ninja weapons were truly in scale because yeah, it did if, a lot you look at, if you look at the vintage ninja weapons and even, like, the stuff from the Joe versus Cobra era, a lot of those, they're they're oversized or they're the proportions on the weapons themselves are exaggerated or even if they look okay uh, as the weapons themselves, once you put it in the figure's hand, then it takes all the realism right out of it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, and uh, he made a couple of Hellbirds and those are still the only Hellbirds in this scale that I've owned because... I don't think anybody else does those. You can get them here and there, but I don't think there's any proper eighteenth line that has. Well, and Doug, it's not just Hellbirds, but he made like a, like a, uh, like a variety of them, like you know, different shapes and you know, different, uh, you know, different configurations, and you know, all wicked looking as hell. Um, but yeah, my cash showed up today, and oh god, this is phenomenal! Christmas uh, all over again. Yeah, totally. Yeah, basically. So, um, yeah, because like uh, what's up? It's like Christmas in December. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought of that? Hey, hey, Doug. Um, what, what was your what was your toy history like before the the twenty fifth anniversary stuff came out? Were you were you an eighteenth fan already, or I've been into toys for a long time. Like I think, uh, like if you go back, Ninja Force was like I, that's when I got out of toys, pretty much. So like, yeah, that would do. It was like ninety five, ninety four. Well, that's pretty much from ninety four to two thousand seven. I wasn't really doing anything with toys. But then you know I saw those twenty fifth anniversary figures, and nostalgia kicked in, and I was like, must collect. You know, the coolest thing about those was. As soon as I got, like, the box sets, it, it was, even though now, looking back, most of the 25th line doesn't doesn't hold up no. because the stuff after that got so much better. But at the time, when I got those, those figures were as cool as yeah. the vintage ones were to me when I was a kid. Like, yes. the badassness of the 25th Storm Shadow and, um, and like, the... Um, and like the 25th, uh, Baroness and Cobra Commander and, um, Stalker, those figures looked to me the way the old ones did when I was a kid. So it was just, I mean, it was, it was, it was awesome. Plus all the parts moved, all the parts were removable. They were easily customized. Um, I mean, I bought, I mean, I was buying Joe's 
uh, at the at the end of the vintage line. I bought the '98 figures. I bought the I bought the uh, uh, some of the '97 figures, and then I was back into it with the 2000, the late 2000, 2001 Joes, um, and then all the way through the new sculpt era, I was buying all that stuff, but yeah. none of it was none of it had the spirit of uh, or, or the magic that the 25th line had. Yeah, I, uh, I'd have to agree with yeah, that. I mean, they just, they just, it's like they went back to the drawing board and said, let's reinvent G.I. Joe to the way that it was when it, when it first came out. And they, they nailed the, they just nailed it. And I will agree that the figures do not hold up, however. Uh, a couple of them do. The snow serpent still does. Uh, the bat still does. Yeah. Um, um, the uh, uh, in some ways, I think blowtorch still does. Um, the crockmaster still does. But a lot of the figures, yeah, they don't. They <clears throat> especially like <clears throat> if you look at like the twenty fifth Cobra Commander. Holy shit! Um, yeah. Uh, the portions were awful and the the articulation i mean because basically hasbro created a new system of articulation for the figures but if you look at uh if you look at that cobra commander boy how awkward was it and which is pretty impressive that they did that because i mean you just nobody's doing that anymore save for the the people that are doing you know the kickstarters nobody is going back to the drawing board and said, let's reinvent the wheel to make it better. Well, no. And, and if you look at things like, like the, like the work that boss fight studios is doing, those guys were all freelancers at Hasbro between the 25th and the rise of Cobra lines. So those guys all worked on the Joe line. Um, and, uh, and then they went on to form their own, successful uh toy manufacturing business um because uh um yeah because a couple of those guys they were um yeah i mean i've I've listened to podcast interviews with them and like eric aranya he did the 25th blowtorch figure Ah. um he uh you know and he was working on he was working on the line through yeah, through I think Rise of Cobra, um, Dave Proctor worked on those lines. One of their sculptors um, was still doing uh, w- when they were trying to get Boss Fight up and running. He was still doing freelance work, and he sculpted most of the new heads from the Nocturnal Fire convention set. Um, and uh, like he did, uh, he did the Frag Viper. Uh, I know he worked on the Hasbro, uh, like the the ultimate. Um, no, I, it wasn't him. It was one of the boss fight guys. Yeah, he did like the ultimate, their twenty fifth, like the nineteen eighty five style Snake Eyes figure. Um, and then, yeah, it's so they all had experience working with Hasbro, so they took what already worked and they went off in in their own unique direction and made a toy line that nobody else ever would have done. Um, so, yeah, the 25th line, that brought in the nostalgia crowd, and it brought a whole new 
list of customizers into it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and then I'd, I'd be customizing if it weren't for the, the, the 25th anniversary figures. Highly doubt it. Now, and now you're a, now you're an expert caster, clearly, because I'm looking at this stuff. And, I mean, I've ordered stuff from a lot of casting sites, but not all it, it's not all to this quality. Well, no, there's, there's one of the reasons why I got into it myself, was because of the quality. You know, you, you pay so much money for plastic, and you expect it to be at least usable. Right. And then you get well, it not. And, you and, then, right. and then when, you, when, when we order stuff, you send it out. Right. What? Why would you do that? That doesn't want to take your money. Yeah, you actually get it in the mail. Weird. Um, what a novel Not going to name any names on that one, but. Yep. Yep. Definitely not naming any names, but. But. We're going to need to pause recording here while I digest this idea that, that was just raised. We're going to need to pause. <laughs> okay. Um. Um. Yeah. That's uh, a. <laughs> Yeah, this is high quality work. In fact, uh, these ninja swords and the scabbards that you sent me. Um, oh yeah. I I, uh, I was looking for because uh, the fiftieth uh, the stiletto figure. Uh, she came with the the uh, the scabbard the the dual scabbards from the uh, retaliation line, but it sucked even then. So the like, it's, yeah. yeah, it's terrible. It's all. Uh, they're, the scabbards themselves are bendy, and the swords are like super bendy, like they're like they're just rubbery plastic. And I I was actually uh, I, fin- I I finished the repaint on her, but um, but her accessories sucked, and I was looking for a couple of Hot Wheel tracks. Doesn't it? <laughs> Wait, what? Instead of sword, she goes into battle with. Hot Wheel tracks. Yes. Um, yeah, they're terrible. So, um, I mean, I haven't posted the pictures of the, the repaint that I did because I, I didn't have any good accessories to go with it. And I was waiting to find a better alternative to the to the, uh, to the sword. Um, so now I've got it. This That's just exactly what it's going to is, uh, is I'm going to give them to her. So, um, yeah, Doug. Thanks for this. This is a uh, this is big. So, how'd you um, get into to casting? Then, I mean, did you you self taught? Did you get a book on entitled uh, well, "How I, to Cast I, and I Not Suck put, at It"? Or I tried to do it. You're going to suck at it no matter what to begin with because it's such a, a, a high rate of trial and error. Yeah. Uh, when I first got into it, I didn't even have a pressure pot, and have the right tools, and have the right materials, and and I failed miserably. And it, it took me a couple of years to, to actually get back into it and, and do it the right way. And uh, one of the guys that actually steered me in the right direction was Dave Gray. Ah, you know, yeah. From, uh, Trigate, Slayer. Good to go. Uh, Slayer Dave, yeah, good to go. Um, you know, he gave me a lot of tips. In fact, I, I met him one year when they did this, the Slayer Con, the first Slayer Con, and, the, and that hurricane. We were all hanging out doing customs and customizing and whatnot. But yeah, he was one of the guys that I spent many time many hours on the phone with him talking about casting molding customs you know he got me set straight on the the right equipment to get the right materials to start out with and so you know i had a pretty good foundation from that and then it was just you know keep testing out new materials and new ways of doing things and molding things until i had my own style and 
that's pretty much where I'm at now. Right on. So I, I probably I probably got really serious about it maybe two years ago when I started like I, I bought you know the pressure pot and then I got another pressure pot and then you know it, it, it really took off from there. Yeah, I know it's a pot. it's a fairly laborious process, isn't it? Oh, it is. It is like. Uh, if you look at the, I have two different types of plastic that I, I use most of the time. You got the hard resin, and then you got the flexible resin. Uh, the flexible resin is pretty easy to work with in terms of time. You, you, you know, you just have to put it in the pot for maybe an hour, hour and a half, and then a couple hours later you take it out, uh, let it sit for a little bit, and then you can take it out of the mold. There's nothing else you got to do. It's it's ready to go, and then you just have to trim the flash off. <clears throat> you know, the hard plastic's a different story, though. You got to. Uh, put it in the pot for you know same amount of time, about an hour, hour and a half. But once you take it out, I have to heat cure it. You have to bake the plastic ah. to get the optimum uh, uh, strength for the plastic and the optimum performance for the plastic. So that's another four to six hours of wait time in, in, a, in an oven. I use a toaster oven for the, the hard plastic. Oh, man. And then you can take it out, you let it cool down, and then remove the stuff from the mold and trim the flash. So that's yeah, a great use for a, a typical uh, kitchen appliance. That's that's good. My wife didn't think so. <laughs> I bet not. <laughs> I know I wouldn't be able. To. I have I have uh, my own microwave for for boiling, you know, doing boiling pops. <laughs> that's so yes. funny. I use the one in the kitchen, and every time I do it, I feel bad. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I had I when we moved into our house, it had a built-in one, so. Because I, I had used the one in the, the kitchen, but, you know, I, I know that probably didn't go over as well as I thought it did originally, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but now I've got got my own microwave for boiling and popping, so I don't have to worry about giving somebody a carcinogen because of all the plastic that's been melted or heated in there. That's funny. Um, I know, because uh, <clears throat> I've got two coffee cups that I use for it that um, they double as my, uh, as one of them doubles as a paint cup because uh, once you use it for, once you boil the, the water and you, you submerge the plastic a couple of times, you start to get paranoid that, that, uh, yeah. that, that, that the, uh, that the cup has some sort of a plague. So oh, yeah, yeah. Man, don't put that back in the cup. Yeah. No, I've got one, cup, one specific cup and it's, yeah, you look inside it's blue on the outside and it's white on the inside. And it's not supposed to be white on the inside. That's funny. Um, yeah, one of them. Uh, one of them. I used it as a paint cup one day, and now. Uh, and then I I tried the. Um, I used the. Uh, and I, I and then I I decided that. Um, but that was probably I stopped using it as a boil and pop cup, so I had to find a second one. And now I'm restricted to those because um, uh, yeah, I don't want to get anybody sick in the name of the hobby. Um, I mean, yeah, we've almost chopped off fingertips and shit, but that's our own stuff. So yeah, <laughs> um. <clears throat> yeah I think I've cut myself three times in the last week on my. Yeah, I had a I had a bleeding incident two weeks ago. I. Uh, I was shaving some plastic, and the exacto went straight into my fingertip, and I bled into the sink for about twenty minutes. And uh, putting pressure on it, putting super glue on it to, to try to. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and after 
after about the ninth layer of super glue, it was finally all <laughs> it was finally all sealed right. up before you pass out. Uh, yeah, basically. Um, yeah, because uh, yeah, JD yeah, doesn't my do finger well with turned blood. blue, and I'm like, oh god. Um, but uh, and then I cut myself the next day and texted JD. I'm like, you want to see pictures? I'm like, fuck no. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, oh, I'm sure. Because well, after I did it, he's like, tell me you got a picture. I'm like, no, I didn't get a picture of it. He's like, ah, crap. And then yeah, he texts me, hey, you want to see a picture? I'm like, uh, no, no, I really don't. Um. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's funny because, you know, we, we use X-Acto knife for our hobby. We've been using them for years. So it's no, you know, sometimes you get a little cut, you get a little nick here or there. You know, you get used to it. But, man, after all these years, sometimes you still you still put a ghastly injury and it's like, ugh. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't think my, you know, how your iPhone will uh, read your fingerprints? Yeah. I can't. I, it's, I'm still not able to open my my phone with my left thumb yet. Um, <laughs> the secret is to use your dick. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, that Seriously, was... Well, you, never, you, didn't, you never heard that? It'll read your dick print, too. No. Well, no. Jimbo, don't let anybody borrow your phone. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't have an iPhone, man. <laughs> um, well, don't ever get one, because ew. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, talk about a personal call. Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> um, hey, it's not my fault you can't handle the truth, man. Um, the, uh, the, uh, wow, that is just, yeah, you know what scares me is that there's people that have actually made that legitimate discovery. That's not, that's, that's, people are wrong. People are wrong and wrong. Uh, what, what, what? What curious this is me about it is, you know, why have a why have women not tried it? B have women tried it and it doesn't work? It doesn't work. Why not? You know, I, I I gotta figure. I gotta imagine that a that a clitoris has the same sort of uh, uh, textural mapping to it uh, <laughs> that would recognize his fingerprint. You know? Jim, you're a weird guy. Just saying. Uh. <laughs> I'm sure Brian is having these exact same fucking no, thoughts. Like, actually, I'm not. Yeah, How do you bio, sleep? Biophysical question. <laughs> no. I honestly I, didn't go. Now he is. He wasn't no. before, but now he is. No. I, yeah. I honestly didn't get past fingerprints, so. <laughs> hey, Jim. This is why we have you on the show. You always say something unexpected. I'm the interesting tangents guy. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you certainly have a knowledge base that the other, that the rest of us don't have. Huh. Interesting. Ain't like you guys can't read Reddit. Um, I only read the Star Wars leak subreddit. That's it. That's all my use for, for uh, Reddit is Star Wars news. So yeah, I never. Uh, I'm afraid to venture off of that subreddit. Let's put it that way. Reddit team. Yeah, I've never been on there, so. Uh, What else were you going to ask Doug, JD? Oh, well, so, um, are you just casting now, or are you working on customs? Uh, Doing a little bit of both now. 
Because um, I know next year you're reviving that uh, the Kumite uh, concert, yeah, contest. Yeah, I talked about that last summer, but that didn't work out. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to bring it back. Remember that, I think. Tell us more about that. Uh, well, it's basically a huge uh, battle royale custom contest. You, you make uh, a figure, you custom figure. I remember at least once where I remember uh, that. There's been it. Four of them, I believe. There was the first one, the second one, then there was one at Slayer, and then I did the uh, Joe Customs, and then there was a the live version. So I guess five, five versions so far. Once per year, or, or well, it's been a while. The first one was I think in two thousand and nine. Yeah, I so think it's we been had a few that years on since the... I've had one. I think, think two thousand and fourteen we... was the last one. I think we had one of the first ones on the Seal Team Six board. We did a vote thing on there. Okay. For, I, forget, I think it might have been for the Slayer one. <clears throat> well, and then, <clears throat> and then the the last the last year that I was actively customizing, um, I got I think I contributed four figures to it. And yeah, then, I uh, put a few extra fighters to fill in the brackets. And uh, yeah, he's like he's like uh, yeah, do two. I said, well, I've got too many ideas for two, so I'm gonna do four. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, I got out of the customizing for a couple years and, uh, so, but now I'm back into it. He said, bring it back next year. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll be making a couple of figures for that. So, um, yeah, the, uh, <clears throat> so what are you working on customs wise? Custom wise, I've been working on a bunch of bad guys for a, a commission, commission job, a bunch of guys in black, you know, Middle Eastern looking type bad dudes okay uh, so basically figures in black with like some tan web gear and some russian weapons nice so i did about eight of those guys and he's gonna oh so, more, so you're basically doing some of the patients that brian had when he was over there yeah pretty uh, much yeah, oh yeah probably <clears throat> you might know some of them yeah quite possibly <laughs> it's my that hey that's muhammad i remember him yeah. So Any he's of them named Todd? What's that? I'll be doing some good guys, though, too. He, he wants um, some forces of good to help out. So I don't gonna... know. It's been a couple years since you made a Storm Shadow custom. Maybe you should make a new one. Ooh, man, I don't know. <clears throat> no, it, no, I haven't done a Storm Shadow custom, but I've, I've done some Ninja customs. Like, uh, beginning, beginning of the year, I did one. Where are you posting your stuff now? Because I don't think I've seen anything. Well, when I came back on Facebook, I had a, a Dharma's Dojo webpage, and uh, I was posting stuff on there for a while, but then I just kind of like got rid of uh, Facebook for a while when the whole you know election thing came around with all the politics. I'm not really a big fan of politics, so yeah, neither are we. the posts are popping up, I'm like, I'm just going to take a break for a while. So I just kind of disappeared, and I, I, I came back to Facebook not too long, like maybe a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago. And uh, I just never, I haven't opened up the page again or anything. It's still deactivated. Gotcha. But that's where I was posting everything. Not active on any of the boards anymore? Not really, no. Nah, I, I might see a couple things once in a while, but no, not really. I don't, uh, neither are we. In fact, we mentioned a couple times, um, you know, we got customs groups on Facebook, and that's, that's yeah. so much easier to just, you know, you're on Facebook anyway, so you post the stuff there. You get feedback, you know. You get, you know, you get reactions, and and 
its forums are just, I don't know, they're one step from being dead altogether. I mean, the forums right now are where, um, like the, like the alt news yeah. uh, groups were when forums first became a thing. Um, so, yeah, it's only a matter of time before they go away altogether and Facebook is going nowhere ever, so... Yeah, I mean, I don't even post customs on my own Facebook page anymore. I have my, you know, a page for customizing, and it's got enough followers on that that I don't, I don't even need to post on my own Facebook page. I, I don't even hardly use my own Facebook page anymore, quite honestly. Yeah, I don't really use mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think, uh, yeah, I post more on the on the general geekery Facebook group than I do uh, on my own feed. So, um, but yeah, the, uh, um, the, um, yeah. So, I mean, at some point, if you get active on there again, we'll, uh, well, I'll, uh, I'll add you to the, I'll add you to the group and you can show your stuff off there. Cause, um, cause Brian, he'll share his stuff to the group and, uh, and uh, yeah, because I'm I'm just I'm a member of a bunch of customizing groups. I'd I'd post stuff in there. Um, Jimbo, what the hell are you working on right now? Um, not much because uh, I actually had a job for the past uh, couple months, which was an diversion. Um, so I've been I've been been like stockpiling ideas. Um, I haven't really. Made any much progress on anything other than uh, I uh, picked up some of the new uh, Mega Block Destiny sets, and, and I'm really liking the idea of using, using them with Halo Elite legs to make uh, like Rocket Raccoon and Nexstar. And uh, well, I'm going to make my own Bucky O'Hare. Hmm, nice. well, I know what. I know what Halo is. What the hell is Destiny? Another video game. I don't play it, so I don't know shit about it either. Oh, okay. So you just know about the toys. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's, that's like me. All I know about Halo is everything I learned from the McFarlane toy line. So yeah. um, never played it, never had any interest in playing it. Don't care, not a gamer. Um, I played so. it for about four hours, and it really pissed me off because... There's a controller for where you there's a there's a joystick for where you run and then there's a joystick for where you look. Yeah, unless you're like working both of those both perfectly, you're basically running into walls all the time because you're not looking where you're running. No, I don't have the attention span for that shit. Yeah, Um, it's one of the reasons why I hate first person shooters, man. They're just it's just the worst fucking format. That's just complicated. Huh? Like that's just complicated. Like yeah. you shouldn't have to use two controllers at once. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it just pissed me off. I was just well, like, it's, it, no, it's it's one controller, but you're using your your two thumbs. Yeah, I mean, what you're using like the like the the directional joystick thing yeah, and the so and the button. Left will left will oh. control your look, and then right will control your movement. Ah. And then there's like, and then there's like forty seven fucking drones and grunts all all shooting shit at you. You got to run from from cover from rock to rock to cover, but then you got to fucking know where you got to look, where, see where you're running, and you got to look around while you're running to shoot shit. 
and make sure you jump a bunch of times. She was like, damn, man. I, you know, the, the, the biggest fucking feat in the in a game shouldn't be just fucking hitting from A to B. I don't know. No, in <laughs> fact, I watch, uh, I, I watch YouTube, like, gameplay uh, videos for, like, Star Wars Battlefront on YouTube. And I'm like, this just seems needlessly complicated. Yeah. Um, just to, yeah, just to run around and shoot shit. Um, I'm, I'm waiting for the the return of the third person view, like, you know, old Tomb Raider and shit, you know, where you're, where you're hovering overhead behind the, your, yeah, your yeah, avatar. That's, that's a good game style. I like those kind of games. Yeah. That and I, I want, I'm waiting for the return of Soul Reaper, man. Somebody needs I just wish they oh, could make some action figures from all these things. I mean, I see all these, you see all these commercials and these video games, and they make, they have these awesome characters on there. But like, I would love an action figure of that. Um, you know, uh, you know, kid, my kids play video games, but I don't. Uh, uh, I'm not a gamer, but I look at. Yeah, I'll see commercials for these games, and they're so cinematic looking. It's so impressive. Yeah, but um, I know it's just going to make me want to throw the controller across the room um, after the 14th time I die in five minutes. So uh, I'm like, well, that's not that's not going to happen, not ever. Um, but uh, um, but yeah, I mean, other than Mega Blocks, I mean, who's even making anybody even making decent toys from these games? No, not that. Well, uh, I don't I know. Don't think so. Well, I mean, I know there's like collectors' lines that you'll see at Toys R Us, but I mean, typical yeah. of those lines, they make like the they make like the main four characters, and you know, that's kind of it. So yeah, a few years ago, there was Unimax Toys doing video game figures the, in the foreign yes. format. They did it like Gears of War, Assassin's Creed, but you know, those still weren't those were okay. They weren't the, the best, but no, uh, they, they aren't. Funny. The Assassin's Creed figures. I mean, I've I I picked those up and to to customize and the paint apps on them are fantastic. The articulation isn't ha- isn't that bad, but they're just really poorly sculpted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I keep wanting to do uh, the main character from that. Is that Enzo? I don't even know. Yeah, Enzo. Yeah, Enzo. Yeah, yeah. And Enzo, thank you. And you know, it's just like I don't, I don't even know where to start because I mean, the the figure is not that shitty. It's just well, poorly sculpted. Is uh, is that who Michael Fassbender is playing in the movie? Because I've seen the commercials. I'm like, yes. that doesn't look anything like the game. I don't, uh, I don't know how that ties into the game. I, I want to see the movie, but. I think I'm going to wait. Well, A, A, I understand the movie is complete fucking dog shit. Oh, well. B, my understanding, talking to a a millennial gamer at at my job, (laughs) is that what's going on in the movie is actually what does happen in the game. Ah. Yeah, I think, I'm like, you know, I've seen all these commercials. I bought those same figures as well and everything. I'm like, really? All all right, let's put it this way. He's going back in his memories and shit? I would say, what, what? What I know, what little of the gameplay I've seen, uh, what I'm seeing in that movie doesn't reflect it. And I don't know if it's because Michael Fassbender's not wearing the white cloak or what, but I don't know. It just it looks like it was inspired by 
but not based upon. Yeah, see, the, my extent of uh, uh, Assassin's Creed is pretty much limited to the parkour videos on YouTube. Oh. Oh, yeah, if you've got, like, an hour to kill, go find the guys that do the Assassin's Creed parkour. Phenomenal. I was say, that's hardcore. Yeah, I mean, it's it's cosplay with, with free-running. Wait, 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 they're doing it in live action? They're yes. not, like, doing it in the game? Nope. Parkour, free-running. I mean, it's on YouTube. It's phenomenal. Oh, I love that shit. I oh, watched I American Ninja Warrior for that shit. Those, yeah. guys, are, those guys are awesome. Um, like, I can't believe how... I mean, like, these people, I mean, they, they move like real-life ninjas. I mean, it's... Like, some of these guys, they'll run up the walls and they'll jump over, uh, you know, they'll jump over, um, uh, they'll jump over obstacles in the park. Like, they'll be jump running off. and all yeah. of a sudden, <clears throat> and they'll, they'll not just jump over the picnic table, but they'll clear the picnic table by, by like, five feet, straight over it, and then they just keep running. They're or, jumping off two-story parking garages. And yeah, exactly. It's they're, all about, yeah, they're, you know, energy distribution. You know. Yeah, they're, they're jumping off these. Uh, you know, they're jumping off twelve foot walls in the in the park, and uh, or they'll be they'll be climbing trees with, but not not climbing in the way. I mean, they're climbing in the way like Tarzan would. It's crazy. Yeah, Tarzan, the way Tarzan wishes he could climb it. Exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, it's impressive shit. I'm like, wow. Yeah, they have that kind of energy. I can't even imagine. Yeah, no, the, yeah. When you got time, go go to YouTube and. Uh, Assassin's Creed parkour and just sit down with a bowl of popcorn and enjoy yourself because it's a blast. Those guys are That's phenomenal. Awesome. That's awesome. I like to imagine that if I were twenty years younger, I'd, I'd be into that shit. Right? You know, it's I'm the same way. It's like if they're I I hate running. Quite honestly, I'm not very active. As you know, as active as I I would like to be. But damn, I was that say, looks if like I was eighteen years younger and even slightly athletic, I might be able to. But no, um, um, I don't know. Doug you used to do kung fu and shit, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Um, so, well, you could probably still kick all of our asses, but uh, <laughs> you're right. Um, well, and Doug, I just had to call a guy. Uh, what? I just had to call a guy. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, you just have to they have to hit the ATM too, huh? Um, uh, but then uh, Doug's brother is also a published author, which is funny because I was reading a he's got a Jedi Academy series of like hey, graphic man. novels. Doug's brother's not, first name isn't Dan by any chance, is it? <laughs> no, no, no. He's related to no yeah, mystery no, there. <clears throat> yeah, I was gonna say I don't think uh, I don't think he's related to the Da Vinci Code guy. No, um, <clears throat> but his uh, uh, his brother uh, Jeffrey he uh, he's got a series of graphic novels. It's like Jedi. Uh, it's like Jedi Academy, and then he's got this line of books about the strange behavior of cats, and it's funny as shit. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's funny because I had a couple. I, like I had gotten the cat books for my for my daughter to read one day and, uh, and, uh, and then there was at, I think it was a target or something. And they had the Jedi Academy series. I'm like, ha, I was reading in the store. I'm like, this is funny shit. And, uh, and I was talking to, I was talking to Doug one day. He's like, yeah, yeah. My brother wrote that. I'm like, what? I'm like, he said it so casually. I'm like, what? 
Um, and uh, yeah, so that's that's uh, what's it like having a published author in the family, or is it one of those things you're just like, eh? We never talk um, anymore. He's just a celebrity. <laughs> Holidays are hell. No time for say, the little people so, that got you where you are today, huh? Yeah, I was gonna say you're you're the little guy now, so he has no time for you anymore. He, he used to write autobiographical books, and I used to star in a lot of them, or at least have a, a pretty good part in them. It, it's some good stories. Um, now, do you think if they did a movie adaptation, you think you might be you, you think you might just be a supporting role? Yeah, uh, exactly. yeah, I might hold the mic or something, or. I would say, or, or, or you'd be a glorified extra cameo. Yeah. <laughs> um, your coffee, extra dark. <laughs> um, your character would be merged with the mailman or something. <laughs> yeah, everybody'd be talking about. Oh, we got to find out where his cameo is. Um. Oh, turns out he was left on the cutting room floor. What? Yeah. Oh. Um. <laughs> But, Honestly, uh, we think the story would flow better if he was an only child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, is that your only sibling? No, you have a sister, no. right? No, I have an older brother, too. Younger brother, oh, okay. older brother. I was smack uh, dab in the middle. <laughs> um, yeah, and, uh, and you got two kids. He was telling me yesterday, his, his yeah. son, his son. what is he, 10, you said? And he's into yeah. Doctor Who. Um, he's good for him. He's a huge Doctor Who fan. Who's his favorite? Uh, well, it's either David Tennant or oh man, who's the uh, Capaldi? Peter Capaldi, yeah, yeah. It's it's a tie, I think, between those. It's like every other week, it's, it's a different one. So it's not the one of the originals. Though, so it's not a real movie. He tried. All right, we're not we're not going there, buddy. <laughs> um, we're not opening that can of worms. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I did that with my um, cousin on Facebook the other day. That did not go well. <laughs> she called me some choice words. Um, yeah, the, uh, um, yeah, it, well, it's just cool that, that, uh, that, that the kid got into Doctor Who. Oh, yeah, uh, big time. He'll, he'll talk for hours on the stuff to people, and they're just like, why won't he stop? <laughs> I sense uh, a future yeah. guest. Yeah, he'd make a good guest, yeah. You guys won't have to do anything. Um, that's funny. Uh, well, I don't know, do you like Doctor Who, or is it something he just came by and you're like, okay. Um, <laughs> you, yeah, do you have this... Probably more like that. I would say, do I, you I, have the same reaction to it that I've got when my daughter starts talking Pokemon? All of a sudden, oh, it's oh. like, oh, boy, shit. She's a, no, I, you know, I, I don't mind Doctor Who. I just, I wasn't into it. He got me into it a little bit, but you know, if it's, if he's watching, I'll watch a little bit with him, but you know, I, I don't, I don't go out of my way to like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta catch the next one. You know, it's nah, it's, uh, I haven't seen the Christmas special yet. Um, no, I haven't. I, I'm a season behind. I haven't watched the last season with Capaldi yet. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I watched it, and uh, I love Peter Capaldi. Peter Capaldi is the doctor. Um, I'm just not a fan of Stephen Moffat uh, on oh. Doctor Who. I like him. I like what he does with Sherlock. I'm not. I'm not a fan of his Doctor Who stuff. But Peter Capaldi has he's he's outshined it. So, um, but I, I started on Doctor Who with the Ninth Doctor 
getting the discs from uh, Netflix back in 2006. Before that, I don't think I'd ever heard of Doctor Who. So My wife um, got me started um, on it. Uh, she started on the fourth Doctor. And we were watching it, geez, I don't know. Shortly after I got back from Afghanistan, I think. Oh, and now most of the older Doctor Who stuff that I've seen is the stuff that was on Netflix before they yes. before they pulled it. Yeah, um, that's, that's all I'd see for the older older Doctor. Anything older than uh, the Ninth Doctor. I saw enough to know that of of all the older Doctors, I really I liked three and seven the best. I've never seen anything with the fifth or sixth. I I never saw the series with the sixth Doctor. And I've never seen anything with the Fifth Doctor because I don't even remember if any of them were on Netflix. But I didn't get around to watching them. They were. They they had a they had, each each of them had a had a storyline or two. Serial. I say, I think Tom Baker had the most, but I think yeah. wasn't he Doctor Who for like eight years or something? He quite a long time. Uh, <clears throat> I would say he's by far the longest running actor in the role. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Of the originals, yes. Yeah. I think debatable with Tennant now, because he had that one year where he only did like a couple specials. Um, oh, yeah, I meant I meant of the classic Who stuff. Yeah, of the classics, yeah. He's longest definitely. run. Um, um, and then, uh, I mean, well, and for a lot of people, David Tennant will always be the doctor, um, which I'm a big fan, but it's funny because... Um, I, I started with the ninth Doctor, but I quickly adopted the tenth Doctor. But man, once once Peter Capaldi showed up, I'm just like, ah, he outshines all of them. Um, but um, but I'm not. Uh, um, I mean, I, I I'm still. I mean, I'm a big fan, but I think I'd still be considered a noob compared to uh, uh, like I'm a. Novice level Hoopian, I guess. Um, although, boy, I really like the Weeping Angels. Boy, that's some creepy shit. Um, um, but so, how did he get into Doctor Who, though? Like, that's crazy. Uh, um, they keep flipping through the channels one day and started watching it. I don't know. I just couldn't put it down. Well, it's funny because I've got a I've got a blanket that looks like the TARDIS, and my son. Uh, he woke up from his nap the other day, and uh, and I pulled the uh, and he he'd been sleeping under the TARDIS blanket, and uh, and he said he said, "Ooh, I had the tortoise." I'm like TARDIS. He said, "Ooh, the tortoise." I'm like, and then he laughed. I'm like, "Uh huh, yeah, you're doing that on purpose." Mm-hmm. Um, but um, um, well, that's funny. Yeah, so he just discovered it on accident. Yeah, yeah, just got sucked into it. Um, pretty, does like, his sister watch it with him, time. or or is she's she just like? Too, but she's like, she's got better things to do, you know, like My Little Pony or something, or Barbie. <laughs> or, uh, certain values are better, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you guys seen the? Have you guys seen the John Wick movies? Yeah, uh, I haven't seen it, and I know they're making the sequel. 
and I need to watch it. Yeah, I'm so, yeah, that's what I was told. I have to go see it. I, I, I wanted to see it, but I never, never got a chance to. But yeah, I, I have it, seen it. I've seen it um, probably three or four times. I got it. You know, when I was working for ISOS, I would every time before I would ship off, I would sit down with uh, iTunes and buy a bunch of movies to watch on the plane. I saw this John Wick, Keanu Reeves. I'm like, yeah, I like Keanu Reeves. He's pretty cool. So I bought it and watched it on the plane flying out to Africa, and holy shit! Yeah, it's not uh, you know, it's not definitely not your movie for like if you're like really want plot, but if you just want like a really ultra violent movie, oh, I'm all about that. It's so, phenomenal. Yeah, um, who says no to that? Right. Um, it's it's a phenomenal movie, and I've seen um, another thing that if you want to look take the time to find it on youtube is uh keanu reeves practicing for the for john wick he's so he's at oh, a, i have seen that where he's going through the target practice yes he's doing live fire yeah, target practice that's, that's, yeah pretty he impressive. is oh, phenomenal really? oh i'm gonna have to check that out you know why because keanu he's reeves is awesome and uh and uh, yeah i need to i need to check that out yeah, i um, need to write this stuff down so i can post it on the general geekery page uh, well, because I, I I know the trailer for the second one came out the other, and I watched the trailer. I just you know I had no context for it because I haven't seen the original. But um, that was pretty badass. And then I read the news that director of John Wick is uh, he took the director reins for uh, Deadpool two. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to that because I saw cause, that as uh, well. Um, I was going to add something to that, and I forgot what it was. But uh, yeah, no, definitely. Oh, I was gonna see if uh, see if it's on Netflix. I, wanna, I will. Check I want to see. Right I want to see that. Uh... Hello. Yeah. Hello. Okay. Everybody, Yeah, no, I'm trying to think. I saw it somewhere recently, but I don't know where. Yeah, I'm checking that. Checking. Uh, I'm checking to see if it's on Netflix. Um, the uh, um, yeah, because if it is, um, <clears throat> I watch it tomorrow. And if it's not, I'll just I'll get it on one of the streaming services this weekend. I don't watch it on Voodoo. Um, let's see. I think I found the. Yeah, I'm here. We're here. We're here. Yeah, we're here. Y'all keep, y'all keep cutting off in the middle of sentences, and then everybody goes dead. And I'm like, uh, I got to oh, carry that shit myself. Come on, guys. Um, yeah, I yeah, found no, the, it's not on Netflix. I found um, the the live fire of him shooting. I'm gonna uh, post a link to uh, on the General Geekery page here. Cool. Um, yeah, no, uh, John Wick is not on. Netflix. That's right. I'll get it on Buddha. We'll watch it. Because um, I love martial arts movies. I just, uh, uh, I I tend not to watch a lot of things I gotta pay too much attention to because I'm always in the middle of the, I'm and always in the middle of two other things. When It's a TV, so. very interesting style of martial arts that he's doing. It's almost reminiscent of judo. I mean, it's a lot of um, maybe Aikido even. Uh, a lot of 
locks and throws. It's it's when he does get down to doing martial arts, it's very impressive. It's it's not you know like Matrix cry up cry karate, but it's it's very practical. I like that about the martial arts in John Wick. It's not over the top. You know, in a, in a fight, you don't kick above your waist kind of stuff. I would say, is there a lot of wire work? Or no, not at all. No. Oh, I doubt they would have that in there. No, no. No wire work, nothing like that. It's all, it's all like practical, realistic martial arts oh, stuff. Oh, so it, it's like clearly stuff again. that these people are actually doing. Yes. Yeah, there's no sci-fi fantasy aspect to this at all. So it's more Jason Bourne. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he, the premise is that he's a retired hitman. It's nice. And he's got to kind of come out of retirement. I don't. For, I won't spoil it for you guys, but. Um, <clears throat> he, well, I know he lives. Yeah, but he's got to come out of retirement to take care of this problem, and. But uh, nope. yeah, it's. It's a great movie for just, you know, your basic action-adventure movie. I guess I had to put that one on the list. And yeah. Next thing you know, there's going to be a custom. Oh, yeah, that'd be... You know, that's one of the things that there's not enough of as decently articulated suit figures. For Well, is there a Kickstarter? Uh, yeah, I... Raccoon has one going on. Is it going uh, on? I've seen <coughs> seen links for him, so but I've does, never followed it, it up on it. doesn't end until February, I don't think. Huh. Oh, yeah. so you got a while yeah. to get in on it then. Yeah, he's, he's, he's doing a slow burn on it, for probably because of the holidays and whatnot. But That's uh, probably a good idea. All right. Yeah. I hope it works here. well because uh, I could use a few of those figures myself. Want the? I love the I love the Lupin figure on the homage that he has. Want that? Yeah, I haven't looked at uh, it. I need to. I need to do that. Uh, I'll see if I can find a link. Yeah, post it on the. Post it on the General Geekery podcast. Uh, we have a group now for anybody that uh, we had talked about this a couple shows ago. Or yeah, one show ago when we were uh, had the um, not another GI Joe podcast guys on, they have a a group on Facebook, and we had had a page, and we thought it would be better for everyone if we had a group, so anybody could post on the page, and not just us. So uh, if you go to do a search for General Geekery podcast, uh, we have a group now, so please join the group and feel free to. Add your own geek news or customs or whatever you'd like on that group. Literally anything goes. Pretty much. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the group is definitely friendlier than the page was. Yeah, I think so. Um, we were. I was thinking maybe about even taking down the page. Um. Yeah, they. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, I don't have a problem with that only because, yeah, anybody can post on it and it gets noticed more because here's the annoying thing with uh, <clears throat> the groups 
Facebook will just put them out there. You set them to public or you set them to private or whatever, and uh, they don't care. You know, you, you can find them. But the groups are, or the page is annoying because Facebook, in order to see the notifications, you have to go to the page. <clears throat> you have to you have to go to the special <coughs> notifications menu, <clears throat> and then and then. Uh, and then if you're not, <clears throat> like if somebody was to comment on something, you know, sometimes on Facebook you'll see on the timeline, you won't see the group, but you might see Facebook will sort of alert you that somebody posted in such and such group. Yes. So you might actually find it. The page isn't that way. Like the people that are members of the page will see stuff, but they basically want you to pay to advertise your page. Yes. Um, so everything that you post, it's telling you the number of people reached and it's asking you to do like a financial boost yep. to each yeah. post. Yeah. And so every time you look at your timeline, it'll have like a sample advertisement for your page that is basically showing you what, this is what the ad would look like on other people's timelines. And if you don't have a credit card on file, you can't do anything with it. But if you do, you have to be worried because I did it once. I did it one day. It said I accidentally clicked the page, or the, the button that said promote the page. Uh, cause it didn't actually realize what it was. Ah. And, um, um, it's like five and bucks. I, yeah, uh, because it told me. Promote everything. Um, well, because <laughs> there was a idea. Facebook game that I played uh, for a while that doesn't even exist anymore. So uh, Facebook had my card on file, ah. and I didn't realize what it was. And I clicked on it, and it said, um, "And yeah, it was like a four. It was like a four dollar thing." And. Um, and yeah, it, it it showed that that the page had been boosted, and it's at maximum you can up the boost to like fifty bucks. I'm like, wait a minute, what? And I looked. I'm like, sure enough. <clears throat> I'm like, oh my god! I accidentally clicked the thing, and it literally charged me four bucks to make to make the page more visible. I'm like, I don't care. I don't want it more visible. Our There's sixteen a- listeners. Yeah, our 16 listeners will see it if they're looking for it. So, um, 14. We lost two earlier, remember? Right. Um, oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, so our 14. They'll find it. So I went into Facebook, in, into the into the payment section, and I took my credit card information off of there. I canceled it, and then I'm like, you know, and then they said, uh, your card won't be charged. And then after that, it was like the boost is unavailable until you put new. I'm like – You've got to be kidding me. Yeah, I'm no, like, I, I get that all the time on, on my customs page. It's always trying to trying to sell me on boosting it. You know, uh, what I end up doing is sharing my post from my page to other groups. Yeah, yeah that's the way to do it. That's how I get it. Yeah, because, yeah, you get noticed without, without all that crap. I'm like, I don't, it's like, I'm not thinking, I mean, I don't mind paying for the hosting of the podcast every month. And, you know, I don't mind paying, you know, minor expenses here and there, but I'm not paying Facebook to put my posts out there. That's insane. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, it's one thing if you've got, like, a professional, you know, podcast and, you know, you're looking for the widest audience possible. Um, our 14 people and then the three or four extra downloads that we get, I don't, you know, it's like they know how to find us. I'm not looking for great numbers. of, And that is really what the Facebook pages are for, or for these podcasts and these shows that have a financial stake where, yeah. you know, I pay $23 for the hosting every month and that's it. Um, <coughs> so yeah, I took my card information. I'm like, that's enough of that. So dude, yeah. If you want to delete the page, go for it because I'll put something um, on the page that says another link to the group and say, we're going to take down the page in a few days. Um, yeah, good idea. Cause honestly, if it gets rid of that sample advertisement, then that's okay too, because I'm like, that's not, um, it, you know, cause having the group, I've realized that it's, it's still putting the information out there to whoever's a member. And, right. um, yeah. And you don't have to worry about all the page because that's the thing is like every week it would, it would give me an alert that would say, here's the stats for your page. This is how this is activities down or activity is up. This yeah. is how many people joined this week. Okay. I'm not, I know it's made for people that are, that not only have a financial uh, stake in the podcast, but they're looking for the audience and they're trying to keep track of, uh, you know, trends in, in, in listens and, and, and the growth of the page and you're tracking all this stuff. We're not doing any of that. We've got a page to put bullshit posts up for the podcast. So, um, <clears throat> you know, so yeah, it's definitely, Plus, when we posted uh, on the is, when we posted on the the page, you couldn't tell who posted because it just posts as that post. So you have to, you know. So if JD posted something, all it says is General Geekery posted this, and then if I reply right. to it, since I'm an admin, and then it looks like I replied to my own post. <laughs> Wait, oh yeah, yeah. It's oh, yeah, on stop. True. So it looks yeah, like because, you're talking to yourself. Yeah, that's true. Because otherwise, because uh, there's a little thing in the corner of the post where. It, it'll it, yeah, it's like a drop down. If you're posting as General Geekery, or if you're posting as JD, and yeah, sometimes I wouldn't remember to change it, so Brian would put a post up, and then I and then yeah, I'd send a response, and then oh, it's General Geekery response, and then and then the notifications for the page come up, and you click on it, it'll say one. You click on it, you're like. Oh, uh, General Geekery responded to your, I'm like, oh, God, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fucking annoying. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, and, it's, and, it's yeah, fine for my customizing. responding to whatever I put up or whatever. I'm like, come on. And it shows who posted it as long as you're an admin. But if you're not an admin, it doesn't show you who posted it. No. So if no. you're just so, general but, public, it, it does look like you're just talking to yourself. Um, you see, it, then, it works uh, just fine for my cu- put, when I for my customizing page because I'm the only one that can to, can post on that. Um, so it doesn't then, matter. Yeah. So, but I started the group, and it's like, well, um, I, uh, you know, it's still still the still the same amount of activity on it, and uh, but yeah, the option is there. So, if anybody wants to add anything, they can feel free. Uh, like I don't have to put um, specific permissions up for for each right. member. It's it's not, um, yeah. It's it's the same effect with none of the headache, um, and none of the none of the appearance that you're talking to yourself. 
Um, hey, I don't mind talking to myself for real life, but um, it just looks weird when you're talking to yourself on Facebook. So it does. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I uh, I posted the uh, Keanu Reeves um, shooting on uh, Facebook. I'm pretty sure or on the in the podcast group. I'm pretty sure that's the one. I didn't watch the video to make sure, but I'm pretty sure that's the <laughs> one. No, I'm checking it out now. So. Um. If it starts out, there's a bomb on the bus, it's not the right one. Right, exactly. I'll say that's speed, right? Yeah. Um, all right, let's see. Um, or uh, if, I got it linked up for Falcone's Kickstarter. Ah, right on. Uh, refresh, refresh. I, yeah, I clicked on the YouTube page, so I'm going to see what it is. Um, gotcha, yeah, see. there's the Kickstarter. I'll have to... I'll have to take a look at that. Yeah, it's like been Kickstarter crazy, isn't it? Yeah, we've we've talked about that a couple of times. That my theory, and I think JD agrees with me on this, is that uh, I don't know about Jimbo, but I think um, the the future of decent decent figures is is group is crowdfunding. Yeah, mm. I mean, you, you look at what Hasbro's doing; they're scaling back GI Joe. Has uh, Star Wars for the most part is either scaling up to the six inch figures, or they've gone to the five point of articulation for the three and three quarter inch figures with the inner very rarely interspersed, nice Star Wars black three and three quarter inch. So they're scaling back their four inch. But stuff. only sold at Walmart. Some of us are, are are decent people and don't shop at Walmart, so we don't yeah. even know that, that shit exists. Right. Hey, I shop at Walmart, but they don't stock. <laughs> They don't stock a lot of the, the Star Wars stuff. It sells out once, and they don't stock it very often. I got lucky. There's a Walmart uh, about half an hour from me that got a absolute shitload of the Star Wars black figures in um, a couple days before, like four days before Christmas. So I was lucky and got a couple of the new storm uh, Stormtroopers and Death Troopers. Um, and then... You know, the Marvel Universe figures, geez, I don't know any any retailer that carries those anymore. Um, the ones... Target um, does, don't they? They don't the same know why you care. I was going to say, Target, Toys R Us, and Walmart here. Uh, yeah, that last series of the three and three quarter inch Legends figures with, like, Triton and Captain Marvel and uh, and whatever the big stupid troll looking guy is oh, those, there's uh, a new yeah, wave coming yeah. out that looks really good those those figures have been sitting at those three stores for i don't even know how long now they haven't stocked anything else they haven't added anything there's been nothing new they just keep sitting they just keep sitting there in fact i keep ho- i keep hoping that target will clearance them out so i can actually buy a couple of them for father but uh, i guess squatter status um, well, it's weird because Target's usually so so efficient with the clearance stuff. Um, you know, if it sits there for, for a season or two, you know, they usually clearance it out. But, yeah, so far, no go with those. I think that might be because they probably use the same ISBIT number. Uh, oh, that's true. Yeah. So it's showing up as, like, well, the product's still here, but it's, you know, it's the old product. It's the one number for all, you know, quantities. Oh yeah, and the, and, the, and that last series of the comic two packs with like the 
the two uh, Thor figures and then the one with uh, um, Captain Falcon America and whoever the hell that is that he comes with. And then there was then a that, uh, Machine Man and a Superior Iron Man. Yeah, I was going to say, and that uh, one, I mean, that one is there in huge numbers. And that's it. Yeah, they just keep sitting. They don't move. They just keep sitting. Um, um, the There's a, the new wave of the four-inch figures is actually fairly nice. There's uh, the Lady Deadpool that was in the San Diego Comic-Con set. There's a fairly interesting Wait, movie that's night. available by itself? Oh, in I, this I know new somebody wave that's coming that out. For, I've, got the, I've got the Comic-Con, you know, I've got the taco truck box set, but I've left yeah. it in the box simply because um, you can just, you know, they, they look okay in the box, but there's all the... the um, I had them on the shelf for a little bit. Kids kept wanting to play with them, and some and uh, a couple of little things got lost. And I'm like, "All right, well, putting that back in the box. I'll save that till there." But now, if Lady Deadpool is being sold by herself, then um, yeah, it's Lady yeah, Deadpool. It's um, X23 in a kind of a Wolverine blue and yellow costume. Uh, the new oh. newest. <clears throat> iteration of the Iron Man armor, uh, Hulk Maestro figure, uh, really interesting um, Moon Knight figure, and then there's the uh, Spider-Man, I think it's Spider-Man UK. Stay away from the Moon Knight figure, because it's that one that doesn't have any, uh, where the suit is uh, all hard, and basically the hips are used. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, the one that they did, uh, not, the, suit, the suit body they came out with after uh, the Professor X one. They did, I think... Uh, uh, was Chameleon. It, was it Osborne? Oh, no, it did. Yeah, Chameleon. The one they did Chameleon on. Yeah, I, I've completely given up on, on Marvel Universe. I, I they think it's just... some of the stuff on there. I'm planning on picking up the, needless to say, the Iron Man figure. Um, no shit, huh? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. What? Right? I didn't know you liked Iron Man. Yeah, unfucking yeah. believable. Who knew, really? Where, where's this coming from all of a sudden? Well, you know, it's just something I picked I up the other day. I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm on the fence about getting the Maestro figure and doing a custom that I've been wanting to do, so... I didn't even know the series was coming out. I haven't seen any of it. I've missed all the news about it. So, in fact, I actually, because of that same, those same figures have been sitting at the stores, I honestly wondered if the line was dead. Yeah, it um, seems to die off every, like, once a year at least, and then they surprise you with, uh, with... It's basically what it is. They only They only run the line, like... For like two or three weeks on the on the production machines, like in between other projects that they're really wanting to do, so you get like you know like one production run of this stuff, and it goes to one retail outlet, and you know it's nothing that they 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 themselves obviously do not give a shit about it, which so I don't get. Very, it's just the shit that they do just because they need to fill in the gaps in the schedule. That's that's the sense I get. Oh, just filler. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I just watched that John Wick video. You holy shit! Yeah, he's I mean, phenomenal. The live fire on the target range is freaking cool, and then it leads into like a like a clip from a movie, and just this clip alone. Wow, the body count is just amazing. Well, I haven't seen the the um, one. I haven't seen the clip from the movie tacked on. I just saw him doing the shooting. Oh yeah, because it's it's got it's got a minute of the shooting, and then there's a clip from the movie, and you basically see. Um, uh, the shooting that he's doing here is definitely the stuff he was practicing on the, on the range. And dude, that's amazing. But yeah, watch him run around the range shooting these things. I'm like, wow, that's, that yeah, he's good. He is good. Oh yeah, he is good. Oh yeah. I, oh yeah. I have to watch the shit out of this one. Yeah. I've, I've watched that a couple of times. Oh my God. Where, where's the actor been all my life? Uh, uh, I just posted a link to, um, the, the four inch figures on oh, okay. uh, the General Geekery podcast. If you want to see what's what's coming out, um, yeah, I honestly I thought that line might be dead. Um, I wish that line was dead because I'm sick of seeing them just you know shit out pathetic ass representation. That's why we got the Kickstarter. So I, I don't I don't, don't want to buy anything from Hasbro. Nah. I, I, am that way for GI Joe anymore. I mean, if they make an Iron Man figure, I will, I will buy it. But I gotta, I gotta get my custom fodder from somewhere. That's, you know, I can't afford Kickstarter figures for custom. Get, get it from Marauder. Yeah. Honestly, those, they got those are... so many body parts coming out now. That's true. Male and female, and it's not just the the, the the same guy parts they had in the first Kickstarter. It's going to be all new. Ah, uh, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. I'll have to look and into that. And they got that. that third Kickstarter coming up, too. Oh, really? I hadn't heard about that. What, what are they going to have in that? Uh, the exoskeleton and the dog, and I'm sure there's a couple other surprises, too. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the exoskeleton. Yeah, that's, that sounds freaking awesome. It'll be like I know, knew nothing about or, this. That uh, Call of Duty, uh, what was it? The uh, Future, something or other. Future War. I don't know. I never played that one, but yeah, the Exo suit looks pretty cool, and they got that articulated dog. Oh, I wish I'd have had that for my. Really, for my. That's the one team. I'm really interested in for some reason. I, I, you know, just having a whole different body style that actually works and articulates and everything. Yeah. Really, you know, obviously the you know the the, the timber that that, will, that they'll put out of which should be awesome. Um, you know, it's, it's I don't know. It's <coughs> I'm really interested in that one. Yeah, I don't. Well, have you guys picked up the vowels at all? No, I, I haven't had a I, chance. I split a three pack with my friend Rodney. Goes by lift off on a, on a couple of places. Um, he got the three pack, and then both of us argued over the the Lady Firefly. So I bought. I went in on a Lady Firefly myself. I took the uh, Lady Snake Eyes out of his three pack, and they're they're fucking great. They're yeah, awesome. Yeah, I'd like Beautiful. to get that. Yeah, Lady I, I've Firefly. got to wait for mine to come yet, but, but they're pretty uh, much exactly what you want. Something. They're yeah. freaking awesome. The the new parts, wow. Yeah, I can't wait for the restock because I, I need to make um, 
let's see. I need to make a, a Stargate theme, which I want to, you know, I'm figuring they're going to be the perfect parts to do it with. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, certainly. And then wanna, new gear? Oh, you're gonna be you're gonna be set for that. Yeah, I want to make a uh, Young Justice uh, Sportsmaster um, with that new uh, that cam gunner face uh. shield and shit. Oh yeah, be- you got to be careful though which head you put that on. If you put on a big head, it's gonna s- stress the plastic on the nose. I'm pretty much gonna have to repaint it anyway, so I'm okay with that. But yeah, that thing's that thing's sweet. Um, and then use that same thing to make Deathstroke. Is an oh yeah, that'd be perfect. Um, yeah, lots of ideas, man. I guess, but yeah, yeah just waiting. Yeah, there's on them a lot to... of stuff too that they, they they didn't release yet that they they got coming. Well, <clears throat> I know they're doing the steady cam machine gun. Yeah, with drum or with belt feed. Nice. Um, yeah. So I mean, because I know Ezra did that one with the Iron Grenadier in the I think it was the thirtieth line, and it was cool, but little oversized. No, oh, this one's perfect. Um, and they, the belt can hook right up to the backpack. There's a little clip that you can slide the, the belt into and hook it right on the backpack. Oh, nice. Yeah, they really really did some exceptional work on this this stuff. Y'all may remember the old uh, Kenner Aliens line? Yes. Oh, yeah. I had there all was, the aliens uh, at one there point. There was that robotic uh, um, bishop that came with the steady gun. I used oh. that steady gun on like five different, you know, successive Joe customs because it was just so <laughs> fucking badass, and I loved it. And even though it was oversized, the oversizedness was what I loved about it because you know, it's a dick symbol, so you want your guy to have a big dick, obviously, right? <laughs> um, and uh, it just looked fucking cool, man. Um, so I'm 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 kind of not impressed with how stubby and short the 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 Marauder one is. I kind of want to go back to the, the Iron Grenadier one and use that one. Kind of. Sorry. PMI? I, I've got a minigun that I'm working on that's going to go on that. On the Steadicam? Yeah, it's going to replace the Steadicam. It's going to go on the Steadicam mount. Nice. Oh, but it's going to be... Oh, shit. It's going to be the minigun, though. Gavin gun? Shit. Yeah, yeah. Shit, that's a... That's a... That's a... That's a street... There it is. Yeah, you gotta post that stuff up when you get it done, yeah. man. That's still in the works. I've got the, the first one molded and cast, but then uh, my partner in crime, Pickle Hub, Matthew Higgin, he's, he's actually redoing it and gonna have uh, separate barrels on it, and then we're gonna remold it and get it out. Nice. Actually, JD, the, the one of the figures that I gave that, that tenor steady cam to was uh, Bat B2. That we were talking about earlier. Oh, ooh. Cool. I said he could fly and shit, so he was flying around with his fucking steady cam and sniping guys in the air. Oh, that's awesome. Ah, <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Yeah, before the call started, we, we were talking about our mutual appreciation for the Battle Android version, the Battle Android Trooper version 2, instead of the version 1 that, that most collectors are crazy about. Um, Oh, God, that sounds awesome. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to see if I can recreate it for you. Oh, I fuck love, yeah. I'm actually, I'm, uh, while we were talking earlier, I was thinking of how uh, how useful the black hacks blank would be in, in you know, sculpting the, the bits onto the 
for a bat. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I like that idea because I was also complaining that, you know, that, that modern, the 25th bat is a good figure, and they've repainted it numerous times, but they've never tried to give us, like, they never, uh, I mean, ideally, they could have added some new parts and made the bat version, too, and sort of, you know, has a compromise between the two versions, but they never got even close. They never even... Or they never did the straight-up repaint of it in the version 2 colors. Like, they've... Yeah, like, they've avoided it altogether. When I was a kid, I I didn't really like the first Bat figure. I was never... Never a fan. The head the head sculpt, uh, it was all bulbous and, and insect-looking. It annoyed me. And, uh... And I just... I don't know. I was never crazy about it. I thought the coolest thing about it was the lenticular uh, sticker on the chest. And then the version 2 came out in 1991, and suddenly uh, I saw it the way most people saw the original. I'm like, oh, now that's an android, and that's friggin' cool-looking. Um, so, oh, yeah, I want to see pictures of that with the minigun. Oh, yeah, or with the uh, steady cam. That's fucking awesome. Hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, um, the list, man. I'll have to see what I can do for you. Um, sweet. Um, yeah, because, I mean, years ago, I took the 25th bat, and I did. I repainted it in uh, the version 2 colors, and and uh, it worked well enough. But, uh, you know, the, the coolest thing about the vintage one was um, it, it had the lenticular sticker again. But all of the details actually looked like it was just a robot. Because uh, Jimbo was saying, you know, he doesn't like the original figure because it's got rolled up sleeves and it's yeah. got pants. And <laughs> why does a robot need either of those things in there? Was the robot, like, suffering from too much humidity? That's why he needed to roll up his sleeves or some shit? <laughs> I don't know. See, I just, I never, it never bugged me when I was a kid. But it was simply because, you know, they I noticed it. They just when it was time to go to work. Uh, yeah, apparently. Yeah, exactly. You know, because... Now we're well, getting serious. You know, I didn't like it when I was a kid, because honestly, uh, even though the clothes were there, they didn't bother me, because the head just overshadowed all like, everything else about it. I'm just like, it's so stupid. Then I'd see the, the Sunbow cartoon, the bats would be on there, and they'd actually have the... The, the streamlined looking heads and I'm like well that figure looks nothing like the cartoon and it sucks see I liked it um, I, I one of my a couple of my favorite GI Joe customs that I've done are are the bats I mean I I didn't think I was going to be able to get the nano bat when it came out so I did well, that no then, because um, the 25th update had the more streamlined head yes and it 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 was it was what the original bat thought it was or what they tried to make it and they just failed because i would look at like the card art and it would have kind of the sleek looking head yeah and then and it's just a big old blobby bulbous head sculpt and it drove me insane i think one of my favorite customs is probably my alley bat um yeah there there's uh i took a terminator head and stuck it in an alley viper helmet and added on um, Alley Viper, or no, um, Bat Arms, and did it in the Pursuit of Cobra Alley Viper colors. So, that, oh yeah, I remember 
that. So the shield would inter- the, so the shield can peg into the arm. Um, he had like uh, like Hearst spreaders. You know, like people know him as Jaws of Life. So I had that for you know for breaching and then uh, a chainsaw. Sounds familiar, but I can't picture it. Yeah, I don't know if I have pictures up on my page or not. I'll have to look. Um, but yeah, the uh, yeah, I know. I mean, even to this day, people love the old, the first bat, and I'm just like, nope, it's still got a hole in his head. Um, but yeah, the 25th. I mean, it was a great update, and it's one of the few 25th figures that now in 2016 they just repainted it again for the 50th line. And it shows that the sculpt absolutely still stands up. Yeah. I just wish that we'd gotten uh, even an approximate update to the version 2. And we just, we never did. I'm, then, I'm a big fan of the version 4 head myself. Uh, yeah, with the antennas and the Cobra sigil sculpted onto the face. Uh, oh, the one that the, the uh, one that was wearing shorts. Um yeah. And, and, and and the midriff shirt. Yes. Um, uh, no, you know what? I like that one because it was so alien looking. Like yeah. it was so, like it was so sci-fi. It was so cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. When you said version four, uh, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about the goofy version that came out in the new sculpt line. Uh, the one that was real tall, and it had the like one. the Mandalorian T visor uh, head. Uh, that was three. Well, see, I was thinking yeah, that's of Bat three. 3. Yeah, but see, I think of Bat 3 as being the, the intergalactic version from Star Brigade, which was actually the B-A-A-T, but when I think of the Bat 3, that's the one I always think of. Um, but, yeah, the Bat version 4, oh yeah, that was cool. Uh, I forgot all about that figure until now. And then, uh, oh, the... I still remember it because uh, all of those JVC Bats pissed me the hell off because... Why the fuck are you making battle android troopers and not giving them battle arm or battle swivel arm battle grip? Yeah. For fuck's sake. Why? Oh, when, especially yeah, when yeah. they put the, the connector so close to the elbow, they could have just made the fucking swappable connector a poppable elbow joint. Just make it a pop and swap right there at the elbow. No. Hinge only. That's what collectors want. Dumbass. Every last one of those things pissed me off. And then I think this the is, I think the version five had a lot of customizing potential, or not even customizing potential. I think it had a lot of production potential, but they just never did anything with it. All the everything came off of that thing. The legs popped off, the arms popped off, the head popped off. It had interchangeable. They looked like like nuclear waste power cells. Oh, that's the I one that, uh, I'm, I'm the one that somebody is showing looks like a K2SO, right? Yes. On Facebook? Yeah. Yeah. One that came oh, with the, the new was that the one? That was the one that was sort of based on, like, the Sigma 6 back, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. All right, yeah, that one was cool. Weren't, weren't those the precursors? Didn't those come out before those, then? Well, I don't know. They were going to run the, the JVC line into Robot Rebellion, but they canceled JVC... And brought in Sigma Six. Isn't that how it went? I thought that's how uh, it went. Wait a minute. Let me see. So we um, only got that 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 set that six set of 
of Overkill and then like five of those new yeah got those like DTC or something yes yeah yeah it was DTC but I'm trying to remember if that design oh no I think you're right I think it was for the Robot Rebellion line which never happened and then yeah. you got the eight inch version in the Sigma Six line but um it was just basically they just that's right. The Sigma Six version used that design, oh, and then yeah, yeah they, they put out that multi pack, um, which that Overkill always had potential, but you could tell that they left a bunch of accessories off of it. Yeah. Um, so not, instead, not it just more battle grip. Well, but it ended up looking just sort of like a weird. Uh, one of those rejected versions of RoboCop. Yeah, unfinished RoboCop. Yeah. yeah. RoboCop, <laughs> it, was maintenance, it was maintenance RoboCop. That's what it was. Yeah, right. Um, oh, speaking of RoboCop, um, I have, I've been having ideas. Uh, some of you, I, I, I've got an order in for a uh, third-party Transformer. A... Uh, uh, she flips around into like a little night ninja. I forget her name. I think her name is Night Assassin from Iron Factory. And I'm thinking of making her RoboCop's junior partner. Like said it like you know RoboCop. You know like 50 years later, he's still on the force. He's still active. He's been updated and upgraded. Interesting. Uh, so kind of like a sci-fi rush hour. Uh, I'm actually thinking more like the relationship between the the dread had with Anderson, the Kurt, yeah, the Kurt. What's his name? Movie, second dread movie. Uh, Carl Urban. Yeah, Carl Urban. Yeah, Carl, not Kurt. Yeah, I'm thinking that they have that kind of relationship. You know, I posted the link to the four inch Mar- Mar- Marvel figures for you on uh, the pe- podcast okay. page, JD. All right, cool. So, but, but, but my question is to you guys, what do you think RoboCop would look like after 50 years of active, of active service? I'm thinking of making him, like, updating him and making him contemporaneous with uh, Ghost in the Shell, that time period. Uh, I know nothing about Ghost in the Shell, so yeah, I'll take either. your word for it. Um, Ghost in the Shell is, uh, the first movie is, is one of the, Top ten best science fiction movies of all time. Really, yeah, but it. it's anime, so I'm not watching it. Nah, you need to watch um, that. One's good. I'm not watching it. It's not goofy anime, man. Really <laughs> no, I don't care. I'm not watching it. Or go watch the Scarlet movie that's coming out. The, I'm still kind of surprised last, that they picked Scarlett Johansson to do that. The very last anime I ever tried to watch was Ninja Scroll. I'm like, well, this is torturous. So that was enough. Of what? That was, that was horseshit. <laughs> I hate anime. Madhouse was awesome. No, I hate anime, and that's all there is to it. Um, oh, we got a Gamora figure. They finally put out a fucking four-inch Gamora. Oh, that's figure. been out. Oh wow. Okay. Um, I I got oh, one. Oh, that's the Marvel Now X twenty-three. Yeah. What the? Oh, she's cool looking. What I the got the Gamora figure, and I'm Does repainting. Does she have better legs than the, the original? Yes. Uh, what the fuck is on Iron Man's arm? Uh, that's the Marvel Now Iron Man. It's a shape changer. Uh, okay, it looks like he's got a Tompa. Um. Yeah, it's like a bladed weird. minigun, I think. 
Oh, that maestro is all armored. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, I'd like a Jim, couple of those see- for customs. Oh, Jim, I see what you mean about Moon Knight. What in the hell is that? That is... You know, Moon Knight's always gotten accused of being Marvel's Batman, and that looks more than ever like it's supposed to be. Uh, uh, like a Batman. Uh, wait a minute. That is bizarre. Okay, uh, scratch that. I was. I thought they were doing the new uh, Moon Knight in a suit. No. Oh just... no. This thing. This thing has a. Has a. Has a. Has yeah. a. It's like a. It's a cape with like the hood and oh. the and the, and the neck thing and, I mean, the crescent moon shoulder armor is kind of nifty, but this is just strange looking. Um. Oh yeah, that Spider-Man UK. That's weird. It's like the, it's like the spider webs are kind of in the in the in the Union Jack configuration, yeah. and then well, in that Gamora the figure, like like Jimbo pointed out, it has no uh, torso articulation. No, but no, but a bunch of the most of the the four-inch Marvel Legend stuff, they don't like Sandman did, but it's because it reused one of the Marvel Universe. Bolts, but like Beast and and all that, they don't have the torso articulation. See, and I got like, one of the Gamora ditched, figures. They ditched that a long time ago. I got one of the Gamora figures, and I'm repainting it as Rescue, but I've just never finished it. Because um, the the, yeah, paint, I, the I paint work on that, that is that just laborious. Um. Oh yeah, this is. Uh, oh yeah, so from this entire wave, <laughs> it looks like really. Lady Deadpool and X twenty three might be the highlights. Oh, I like the Iron uh, Man, and there's a they there was a stealth version of that iron of that armor in the comics. So I I want a couple of those Iron Man figures. Well, I mean, you know what I I like I like the mask on it because it's kind of a different looking mask. But I don't know the rest of it is just too. Yeah. Well, I, I think that know. arm is interchangeable too. Um. Yeah, but I mean the rest of it it's weird. It's all like I don't know, it doesn't look it doesn't look functional. I don't know, it's weird. It it looks more like it's a model suit than than, than a than a functional Iron Man suit. Uh like it looks more like a presentation piece than a battle suit. Um Yeah, it's not the best example of an Iron Man figure, I'll give you that. Uh, okay, so Maestro it's basically uh, part of the Marvel Now Hulk with the Thanos uh, gloves and 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 the and the Allman Brothers beard. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, arc, yes. Arc reactor. Would, on his chest. What would you say is a good example of an Iron Man figure? I think my favorite four-inch Iron Man figure is probably the Bleeding Edge armor. Ooh yeah, that is a good one. That's it's beautifully sculpted. It's very highly articulated. It's one oh. of the few one of the few figures that you can put the head up to make it look like it's flying. It has yeah, the rocker ankles. Oh, that thing was so well articulated. I actually had it sitting on my desk at work in in like the like the sitting on the floor cross leg meditation. Now those are was, those are Hasbro figures. Yeah, that was incredible. Now, if you want the truly the best best in-scale Iron Man figure for your four-inch figures, 
Revel Tech made a four-inch War Machine Mark One and uh, War, uh, Iron Man Mark Six, and they are beautiful figures. They're bigger than your standard four-inch figure, so it looks like somebody's actually in an armor, and they are highly, highly articulated. So those are probably <laughs> probably your. They, uh... What's Hello? that? What's that? Hello? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Are we all talking over each other? Yeah. Yes. So. Okay. Revoltech. Um, I, I, I was really into those when they started out and whatnot, just because, hey, cool, robot. Um, but they're also pre-posed in their stances where they're basically throwing, you know, throwing their dicks out all the time. Is that true of the X-Men, or the, the Iron Man's as well? Um, the four-inch figures are okay. I will not buy another Revel Tech six-inch Iron Man figure because the joints, the joints are a nice concept, but they do not work well in reality. There's too much play in the joints, and they they're crap. They're crappy figures that you can't stand them up. They don't stand on the bases that they come with. They're I just they're they're nicely sculpted. A couple of them have light-up features, like the Mark II will light up, I think, has a light-up chest piece. But they're just, they're horrible figures. I won't buy another Reveltech Iron Man figure. However, the 4-inch figures are wonderful. Hmm. Um, I, I, I agree with you about the, the, the sometimes the, the issues just don't work right, but um, I know that I call them horrible. Well, I think the the production quality went down in the Iron Man Revel Tech figures from when they first started coming out too. It could have been because yeah, I, I I kind of faded out around uh, probably about year three of them, I guess, or something. Yeah, uh, I haven't kept up with them because you know basically they went they started out at like fifteen bucks and now they're fifty. I'm like, yeah, fuck that shit. Ouch. Yeah, yeah, no, they're yeah, they're, not- they're expensive. The the joints are a are definitely an interesting concept, but they don't work well in reality. But they don't the, have enough click points, right? Uh, it's not the click points that seem to be the problem. Well, there's a well, I don't know. I think it's a little bit of there is a little bit of play in the click points, and then there's some play of how the joints are set in the, the swivel pegs. Yes, the swivel pegs. So it just yeah. between those two things, it just creates a, a weakness. You know, just there's too much play, and when you have a highly articulated figure, I mean, you know, even the shoulder pads have those joints. Right. I mean, they've got. Ah, oh, geez, I couldn't even tell you how many Rebel Tech joints are in that thing, but they're they got to be going on, you know, twenty fig twenty points of articulation with those right. things, and when you've got that number of loose joints, it's just like holding a, trying to get a piece of wet spaghetti to stand up. Hmm. I mean, they are, a, they're sculpted nice, the paintwork is nice, I have no complaints about that, but I just, I, I can't display it, I can't, I don't know, I just don't like them. But the four are, inch, the four inch are figures are nice. Placement joints that you can get from like HLJ, Yes, they're they're like off brand ones that oh, really? they don't have the click joints in them. Oh, they're, I didn't know they're that. They're like pre swinging the hinge point. Oh, I didn't know that. I found that it, that some of them, you know, that 
if you don't know which way the, the hinge joint is, is oriented and you try to work the joint, you'll just snap off the peg. Yes. I've done that a couple times. I've been lucky and not broken any of my Iron Man fingers. Yeah. But I've, I've heard that. I've heard that's a problem, and it it really surprises me that how well how the quality went down because you mentioned robot figures and I have a a couple of the older Reveltech. I don't I don't even know what they are to tell you what figures I have of them, but they're they're good figures. They're solid. They're decent. They're fun to play with. But you know, as I think the when they got the Marvel license, they just tried to pump these things out, and the quality just went down. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if you look for the... They're called Rebel Tech Mini Figures. Rebel Mini, right? Yeah, Rebel Mini. Name? Um, so there's a, a War Machine. You know, basically the... I, I would assume it's an Iron Man 2 line. So the, the War Machine from Iron Man 2 and the uh, Mark 6 armor from the end of War from the end of Iron Man 2. But those those are my favorite 4-inch figures for Iron Man because they're they're bigger than a standard figure. I mean, it looks like there's a 4-inch figure wearing armor. Knowing knowing how the, you know, the, those figures are made out of chunks of, you know, body chunks. I wonder if there's a way you could like hollow them out and then like put them on a hat. I don't know. I would be. Uh, mm. Possibly, yeah. I think be an interesting, interesting project. Try it. Yeah, it's going to be an expensive project because I don't think they're cheap anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, I think they're probably about forty bucks a piece. Last time I looked. Say that about anything in our hobby nowadays. Yeah, that's a good point. That's mm. Mm. Just an idea, though. Yeah, I'm, not no, the, I... uh, I'm not the big lover of Iron Man that you are. Um, Just a night. But yeah, no, I, the, I think the the um, the Bleeding Edge armor is probably the, the best. I think the next one after that is the um, Iron Man 2 Hulkbuster armor. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I Favorite love Favorite one of that whole IM2 line? Yeah, I love that figure. Uh. It's it's durable, mm-hmm. it's fairly well articulated, so, it's dude, nicely right sculpted, no, it's got no, mine has no. decent paint apps on it. I had to get another one because my wife wanted one. <laughs> dude, you've only bought two? Oh no, I've probably bought say. three or four and I've customized several of them. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, okay. Hmm. I was really impressed with the, the classic Iron Man that they did in that line. And even though I don't like the armor, I was really impressed with the, the Silver Centurion. Yes. Um I, I wasn't too taken with the Silver Centurion because the there's no sculpting for the no abs. That thing has, it's just a sheet of metal. I kind of dug that because it made it look like he was actually wearing armor, you know? Yeah, I can see that. It just, that's when I got into Iron Man. My first Iron Man comic book I read was issue 200, and that was the, 
introduction of this, the first issue with Silver Century on armor. So, I mean, for me, that is Iron Man. You know, that's what got yeah. me into it. And for that figure to be... I'd love to see somebody try a recolor with that with the you know proper red and gold. I've never liked it because I don't think red and silver look, look well together. I hate all the red and silver armor. It's just ugly. I'd, I'd love to see the, the golden centurion armor. If you got one, send it to me and I'll do it for you. Um, well, I mean, I could paint it myself. I'd just like to see a, you know, like a Photoshop kind of uh, mock-up of it to see what it would look like. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's been like 30 years since that armor was, was premiered. I've never seen a picture where anybody even tried it. You know, and I'm just like, really? Uh, no. Uh-uh. I can't think of any... Pretty much, I mean, I did a, no, 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 I was going to say I did a Iron Man of 2020 Silver Centurion custom, but I painted it, really? yeah, I painted it uh, silver and uh, red as well. Uh, yeah, I got a... Like, big, with the big shoulder gears and shit? Yeah, I got a... Um, Love <laughs> I love those things. Those, oh, I those do too. Awesome. Yeah, no, I, I used the... I used the Silver Centurion figure, and then I got on my Facebook page, and I said, ask for suggestions for a head. I'm like, I don't know what head to use for a Silver Centurion Iron Man 2020, and somebody suggested the um, comic book War Machine head. Yes. And I, I was like, you win. That's brilliant. I couldn't have thought anything better. And that's the head I used. I'll find that picture, find that custom, and send you a picture of Please. it. Yeah, I want to see that. But it came out nice. I was really happy with that. It's the first time that I've like put out. I used my page and asked for suggestions from people, and I I kind of liked that. You know, it's it's like asking for. It's like asking your fans, "What do you want to see?" You know. Give me some help here. Put, put help make this custom more than just more than just my custom. Yeah, I uh, I've, I've I've felt that feeling as well a few times when uh, I I normally don't show you know works in progress just because I I start so much stuff and don't finish it right that I don't oh, yeah. I know somebody on that I'm starting something and then they'll never see yeah but. Like when I was doing my, my Fantastic Four bathtub and people were cheering me on and whatnot, giving me ideas, that, that, was, that was a nice feeling. Yeah, yeah definitely. That was cool. Yeah. Is Doug still with us? He's been quiet for a while. No, oh, I've been here the whole time. Yeah. What do you think about Iron Man? Um, he's alright. <laughs> you know, I used to collect the comic book. When the, what was it? The uh, they had like the Mandarin and all that stuff, and then Tony Stark died. I don't, I don't know. I, I think it was like the nineties, maybe early nineties. Oh, is that when he turned into the teenage? Just, came back as a teenage self. Yes, yeah, see, and that's when like, I stopped. Oh my God, we've destroyed yeah. Iron Man. We have to, like destroyed the whole universe properly. Yeah. Yeah, there's done some weird stuff in the comic book, Grant. I'll give you that. Yeah. So I was up, up and. To Iron Man until that. Like, eh, next. 
Yeah, and I wasn't reading it at that point. I I ended up just getting those as back issues to complete my collection. I'm like, oh, what is this? You know, I mean, they pretty much lost me at the time when John Romita Jr. started doing the book. Oh, yeah. yeah I don't like his artwork. Oh, I oh cannot... my God. His art Damn. sucks. In fact, Brian and I have a long-running joke about the, uh, the, the brick feet and the... Uh, the large shoulders that everybody has. I love that style. Oh, I, I can't stand it. Like, I, I, probably because the, the Punisher, you know, I was collecting the Punisher at the time, so I kind of got hooked on the Punisher that way. Yeah, he did a the War Zone yeah. title, and I, I cannot stand his artwork. I cannot stand he it. He really needs a, a, a good anchor with him. I, I absolutely tested the living fuck out of his work on the X-Men back in the 80s. You know, going from like Don Byrne and then Paul Smith, going to Don Romita Jr. and doing all the black. Yeah, that's kind of hard to stomach. There, I can see that. All the chicks have three lines for cheekbones. Shit, atrocious and bad. No, I. But he came back and then he did some stuff for Thor. When Thor came back, um, around two thousand ish or so, I kind of liked the art. Big and majestic. You know, people were big and huge, and you know, and all these. Big ass powerful poses, which worked for. Uh, I was gonna Thor. say for Thor, I think that's perfectly reasonable. Yeah, he, he need you know he needs to be on the right project and have the right anchor. I would say he can't be doing like Spider Man though, because Spider Man's no, no, be kind no. of a wiry guy, and, well, yeah, and he's and his, just too. I've seen him do Spider Man, and it's horrible. It's absolutely impossible. Yeah, yeah, you're right. For Thor, <clears throat> he works, but. But, like, even his Captain America is just too, I don't know, it's too exaggerated. I I think um, he's just somebody that his dad was famous, you know, and that's how he got in. Oh, absolutely. Wait, his absolutely. dad was an artist? I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I think we're about to have a wall-to-wall counseling here. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's a come-to-Jesus well, hold moment. Hold on a second, there's somebody at the door. Yeah, that's a come-to-Jesus moment. Stan Lee's about to come beat your ass. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I just, he was at the Denver Comic Con this year, and uh, it took every ounce of energy to stay away from him. You probably gave him an evil eye the whole time, weren't I you? I did. You ruined my comics, you bastard. Yep. My wife was trying, it's like, go say something to him. Go say something to him. I'm like, I hate you. No. But then, yeah, oh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. wonder what it's going to be like when Stan goes. Oh, oh man. Oh, God. Not, don't say anything. The year's not over yet. I was going to say, we we still got a week left. Who's next? Oh, um, when he goes, it ain't going to be a surprise, man. He's like 90. He's you know? 93 or 94? Yeah. He just had a pacemaker put in uh, about a year ago. So he's already got yeah, a bad ticker. Him to slow down. Uh, he's he's going to stop doing conventions after this year. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Let's see it. Um, but yeah, it's like we got a week left, and it's so funny because last week Keith Richards had a birthday. He turned seventy-three, and my reaction was. 
He's only 73? Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, he looks like he's 210 years old. And there's that meme that goes around, and, and I saw it again today. Yes, I saw Dion that posted it that said, every time a celebrity dies, uh, Keith Richards experiences the quickening. Yes, I saw um, that. Yeah, no kidding. I'm like, I think he's sucking the life force out of everybody. I have um, a theory about Keith Richards. That he did so much drugs in the '60s that his that it actually killed him and preserved him so well that he just doesn't decompose. Um, living dead. Yes. He was shooting preservative. <laughs> yeah, um, he, he just did so much so much drugs that it's just he's chemically preserved. And yeah, because after after the news about Carrie Fisher, uh, somebody posted a somebody posted a meme. It was a picture of Keith Richards, and it said, uh, "And it said, hey, Mick, guess who I outlasted today? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and it makes me wonder, I mean, is, if you're a celebrity, are they just, like, just sweating till two six, 2016 is over? Oh, yeah, right. uh, yeah but, but, then, but then you get the bad feeling that 2017 is going to be even worse. Yeah, potentially. Um, It ain't like it ain't like everybody's gonna start getting younger on January first, right? No, yeah, it's yeah. I've seen people say it's like we need to put so and so into cryo preserve for now. Yeah, I I heard that. Yeah, I saw somebody said uh, somebody put uh, Adam West and Stan Lee in a bunker somewhere and keep them safe. Yeah, I saw that for uh, Betty White. Yeah, the GoFundMe. Um, I saw it for uh, Tom Baker. Uh, Tom Baker and Shatner, I think. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think Shatner's going to be around until he's about 110. Um, and he's still going to be doing conventions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <clears throat> um, They'll just wheel his body to him. I'll say, boy, does that guy have a lot of energy. Woof. No, he just beam in. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah, he, he's eventually going to be the, the William Head in the jar that's talking from Futurama. There you go. <laughs> um, but, uh, be okay with that. Um, but, yeah, because I'm sure... Well, because some of the... Uh, I don't know, a few months ago I saw something that there was a... Oh, no, 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 it was last week. Somebody posted... Uh, I don't know who it was. Maybe it was on the group. I don't know. Somebody posted a picture of uh, Yvonne Craig in the Batgirl costume, but she was hanging out on the set of Star Trek because, you know, the sound stages oh, were next it. to each other. And uh, I think in the picture was uh, Leonard Nimoy, uh, Walter Koenig, and uh, Nichelle Nichols. And maybe William Shatner was there. And my response to it was, wow. Half of that picture is dead now. Um, oh, yeah, DeForest Kelly was in the picture, too. Yeah, I don't like, think Shatner wow. was in that picture. Um, but it's like, we, we, we have, still have Michelle Nichols, Walter Koenig, and William Shatner, and I'm just kind of like, and, and George Takei, and I'm just kind of like... Scotty was in that picture. Uh, oh, that's right, Scotty was in that picture. Yeah, no, that's right. That's right, he's the reason I said, wow, half of that is dead. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Shatner outlasts all of them. Um, although the world will never be ready for George Takei to go. Um, and I hope it's no time soon, because 
Um, I swear, the older he gets, the funnier he gets. Um, he's, uh, uh, yeah, these, these people, it's just, I don't know. It's just sad because, um, I think I mentioned on the podcast a couple episodes ago, I'm worried about Ducky on NCIS because, you know, his co-host from the man from uncle just died. And I'm like, I mean, I was worried about him before, but I'm like, now I'm even more worried about him because I'm like, he's, you know, it's advanced age. And yeah, he can be in pretty good health, but God, you never know. Um, so, but yeah, yeah, somebody put William Shatner, Betty White, and uh, Stan Lee in the bunker. Because, um, uh, of course, I don't know. Betty White, she is sharp as a tech, sharp as ever. I'm like, she might be around until she's 110, too. I've seen a, a pretty funny picture of her with uh, walking with Chris Evans, and it said, finally, Cap's dating somebody his own age. <laughs> I'll have to see if oh, I can find good. that and post it on the General Geekery page. Oh, that's good. Um, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, well, Peggy Carter died, so he had to find somebody else. Um, um, but yeah, we're, uh, yeah, it's been one hell of a year for celebrity death. George Michael on Christmas Day. Oh, for I Christ's know. sake. Um, and they came out of nowhere. I didn't even know he was sick. Oh, no, it was foreshadowed. You were saying that last Christmas song, remember? Oh, well, yeah, in fact... I said that on one of the groups where it was posted. I'm like, wow, next year that's going to take on a whole new meaning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm like, I didn't know he was sick. And then. And I didn't then, either. Um, yeah, and then I saw, I'm like, 53? He was only 53? Yeah. yeah. Shit. Um, I mean, I knew he wasn't an old guy, but I didn't realize he was only 53. I don't know. I guess I thought he was. Pushing closer to sixty. So. I did too. I had I had um, no idea he was that young. And geez, to for heart failure. I mean, that's really young for heart failure. Well, yeah, because I honestly I thought he was in pretty good health because I've seen interviews with him in the last couple of years and he seems spry as ever. Um, so I don't know. It's just there was the picture that I saw uh, taken about like a week before. Or maybe a month before, where he looked really bloated in the face. It was it was a weird yeah. picture. All you could see was like his head, and then like his boyfriend's head, and like candle light. He had the Deadpool hand, huh? <laughs> he had the, the Deadpool hand, the mini hand. It looked like a mini hand. Yeah, huh? I don't know. Maybe he was sick then. I don't know. Um, well, well, did you? you know, we know he had a, a you know a history of drug use, and the, there's there's lots of rumors. Yeah, I was wondering that. Yeah, I'm not hugely surprised. Well, did you see, because today, I think, yeah, today, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller was trending on Facebook. I'm like, uh (laughs) uh-oh. And I guess, I guess when she read about George Michael dying, I guess she went on Twitter and said, rest in peace, boy George. Oh, and then, you. and then she tried to retract it and apologize, and and, and yeah, and and then and then uh, somebody, somebody's response was, 
oh crap, did she just predict the future? Um, because uh, it's like, is Boy George next? I'm like, yeah, because yeah, I get, like, she made this big apology and everything, but I'm just like, oh, I guess I, that's, that's, that's almost, no, that's actually worse than when Steve Harvey announced the Miss Universe winner and then realized he said that he said the runner's up name instead of the winner's name. And I'm just like, oh, oh, Buffy just uh, predicted the future. Yeah, huh. Yeah, that's a, that's a hell of a slip up. Um, yeah, you can't recover from that. No. I found um, that picture with Chris Evans and Betty White. It's in the General Geekery podcast group. That's funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> found somebody's own age. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's <clears throat> hilarious. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, she's just gonna keep on going. I bet. Um. Yeah, because pretty much every, I mean, I know all the other Golden Girls are dead, but isn't pretty much everybody that ever appeared on that show besides her dead, who? Like. No, I don't know. Like all the, like all the guest stars, I think everybody's dead. Um, um, but, uh, yeah, I know people keep saying, oh, don't, don't blame 2016, but it's like, we're not blaming 2016. The thing is, I think. We've just never seen this many celebrities die in one year. Like, um, um, it's like they're just, yeah, because they used to say Hollywood deaths come in three, but right. no, not, but, but, you know, they'd come in three, but it'd be every, you know, it'd seem like every couple of months. And now yeah, all of a sudden yeah. it's like every three, every three days there's somebody else. Um, they got a, it's got a quota to keep. Yeah, no kidding. And it's like, well, we got a little less than a week left. Wonder who's on the list. Yeah, that's what. That's why I'm wondering. It's like if every celebrity is just like, I am not moving out of this chair until the ball drops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. I bet. Uh. Yeah. For the rest of the week, all the uh, all the talk show appearances on Jimmy Fallon and and uh, and. Um, Jimmy Kimmel, um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I was gonna, yeah, and Stephen Colbert, all of a sudden, yeah, they're gonna have, a, they're gonna have clear plates for their shows, they're gonna have to do hour-long improv shows, because the celebrities are just gonna be like, mm-mm, nope, not leaving. I saw George R.R. Uh, R. Martin <laughs> tweeted, uh, that, it was yesterday or today, he said that, uh, uh, 2016 was directed by him. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, if you've got any favorites, just, uh, just, uh, go ahead and pretend that you hate them for a little bit, and maybe they'll, maybe they'll stick around, because, I mean, God, the year started with, with Natalie Cole, and then David Bowie, and then Alan Rickman, and then Glenn Fry, and then Prince, and then... Um, and then, you know, Lemmy from Motorhead, I'm just like, oh my God, it's just, it, it just, and then the guy from Earth, Wind and Fire, and then, 
Um, uh, Maurice, damn it, Maurice White. Um, and but it's like they're just it, and then and then it occurred to me. I'm like, wow. So <clears throat> Prince died, and now the princess died. I'm like, shit. Um, when I watched a video today that was George Michael singing a Queen song with David Bowie watching, I'm like, geez, it's like everybody in that, you know, everything, all three of those people are dead, you know, because obviously Freddie Mercury wasn't there, but, but you know, then George Michael's has died, and then, you know, David Bowie was in, the, was in that room watching. Well... And this year was the 25th anniversary of Freddie Mercury dying. I'm like, he's been gone for that long? Oh, man. Wow. Holy crap. Um, I'm like, well, that'll make you feel old. Yeah, um, but, yeah, I mean, well, and then, like, David Bowie, that was out of nowhere. And then we're like, oh, it's cancer. Jeez, he kept that under wraps. Oh, yeah, he knew, um, too. He knew. <clears throat> um, That's why well, he did that then, last album. He, he wanted to get one more album out before he died. He knew. Um, well, and I think Alan Rickman was, what was he, a week after that? Yeah. And then you find out he too had cancer. I'm like, oh, you know what, cancer, fuck cancer. Um, um, we're just, uh, it's just like, you know, in fact, uh, when I see celebrity news now, uh, if it doesn't say in the headline, or, or or in the or in the byline something about heart disease. I don't even read it. I just assume it was cancer. Uh, um, yeah. Because um, uh, I've discovered that if you read the obituaries in the newspaper, if it says they went after a long illness, I'm like, oh, that was cancer too. Um, it had to be. Um, it's just this has just been it's been one hell of a year, and it ain't over yet. Shit. Um, I know people die all the time, but damn. Yeah, it just seems um, like a really bad year, though. Yep, so many, so many people that you know we grew up caring about. Um, but uh, I don't know, crazy shit. The one that's really gonna get me is Patrick Stewart. Man. Oh man, oh, that one is gonna leave me. Don't in. make it so. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Doug made a joke. Um, uh, you know what? Hey, if, only three of the listeners got that. <clears throat> uh, well, no, they probably all got that. I was gonna say they all got that. All, all fifteen. They, they, they all got it. Um, uh, well, yeah, but uh, well, yeah, I'm, 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 every once in a while we get a few accidental downloads. So I'm like, hey, new fans. Um. Uh, well, him and Ian McKellen, I'm just like, uh, they're keeping it, but you know what? They're such good friends that I think they're keeping each other young because I saw oh, something yeah. on Facebook that showed, uh, uh, it was, somebody posted, uh, what, what old, what old age makeup Picard looked like from the inner light, uh, versus what Patrick Stewart actually looks like right now. And I'm like, wow, he's like. In a time warp, he's aging very, very slowly. Yeah. Um. And uh, and 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 uh, yeah, he can't go anywhere anytime soon. The world is not ready to lose him. 
Um, yeah, it's that just one, it's that one will I I I like Patrick Stewart. I love Captain Picard so much so that, that when Patrick goes, I will. I seriously fear that I would fall down and start crying right there in the middle of the, wherever I am at work, you know, in the toilet, whatever. Yeah, that one. I'm gonna take that one hard. I'm hoping that's no time soon. No time. Um, I don't know uh, about other people. That one's gonna hurt. Well, have we lost? We've lost anybody from the Next Generation crew yet. Uh. No, yeah, not not the main cast. We haven't lost anybody yet. Yeah. Um, They're not quite there yet. No. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, because, yeah, they've had a bunch of guest stars that have gone, but, um, I mean, yeah. David Warner's still with us? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm pretty sure he is. Um. Yeah. Let me see. I'm IMDb. Yeah, I'm pretty certain he's still around. Um, he's an underappreciated actor, I think. He's he's good in everything he does, even when you don't notice. Um, well, he was the best thing about Tron. Um, let's see. Um, I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> he was awesome in Tron. He was. Yeah, he's still. Yeah, he, he's still around. He's uh. He was spectacular as 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 uh, evil in Time Bandits. I love all oh, Time Bandits. Oh That's man, good. I still haven't seen that, dude. Uh, I know. Well, I, I, know. Think, I think it's Our been about twenty years since I've seen that. God, oh, heathens, midgets in time. Come on, what the fuck? Yeah. How did yeah. I not get a weekly reviewing, man? Come on. That's a win-win for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, David Warner, he's still around. He was born in 41. I can't do math, so somebody tell me how old he was. Oh, wait, I have a calculator on the computer. Um, <laughs> you, know, you know, Google does math, too, right? Yeah, yeah but yeah, but I'm on the computer anyway, so. Um, <laughs> I can't, can't bother with Google. I'm on the computer already. Exactly. Well, no, I mean, I've got the, 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 the apps list up already, so. Um, <clears throat> Let's see, 2016 minus 1941. Divided by 2, add to 7. Um, Carry the line. Uh, Pick up your two. All right, so 75. Um, um, so, yeah, hopefully he'll stick around for a while. Um, uh, well, he's got that. He's got that stare to him that just nobody else has. Um, like when he plays a villain, boy, nobody plays a villain quite as well as he does. Um, except Alan Rickman, who's gone. Um, uh, Steve, <clears throat> Steve Dillon this year too. The oh fuck! It. Oh yeah, that one. That one fucking hurt. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, and then Anton Yelchin from the new Star from the new Star Trek movies got twenty seven. Jeez. Oh, yeah. I was at the convention standing. Right next to Carl um, Urbane's booth when they announced when they told him that happened. Uh, oh, that's right. You said you were going to try to get an autograph, but he left the show. Yeah, he um, left. He. We were standing in line to get uh, 
Clark Gregg's autographed, and he was right next to Carl Urbane's booth, and there was just like this quiet whisper through the crowd that that he had died, and everybody's looking at their phone, and it's like the new Chekhov just died. He got killed in a car accident, and we saw him whisper it to to Carl Urbane. He got up and left. Mm. Well, because I know everybody on that uh, on that cast, like they're all good friends, and yeah. Um, well, and he died kind of weird just before the just before the movie opened. Like it was after yeah. the premiere, and I think just. Or no, that was just before the premiere, because all the, yeah, I think, yeah, because yeah, all the actors showed up at the premiere, and it was just so sad that he wasn't there, um, and, uh, yeah, but man, what a shitty way to go, the teeth backs up into him, that sucks. Yeah, no kidding, it's not um, a pleasant way to go either. Uh, no, in fact, I remember, uh, I called you... And I'm like, did you did you see that? And you know, I told you what happened. You're like, well, that was. He's like, you said uh, there was no way that was painless, and there was no way that was quick. No, crush injuries are horrible. Um, yeah, yeah. See, basically, it's dying in agony. Wait, what part of him was crushed? I mean, was it like his leg, and he bled out, or was it his head? Uh, no, it's lower. Probably his body. Yeah, he got pinned between a brick wall and his in his car. So you go into, you get like a compartment syndrome, which is an increased like interstitial pressure and cells start breaking down and it's, the pathophysiology behind it's not very pleasant. It's really bad. You start lysing cells and it starts dumping potassium into your bloodstream and that stops your heart and it's just, it's, it's not good. Boy, I can't tell you how happy I am that my co-host knows all these morbid details about things because of his job. Um, Thousand and one ways to die with Brian Hatch. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were visiting once, and he was talking about the car wreck or something, and said that. And I said to his wife, I said, "Just what dinner time conversations are like." She's like, "I'm used to it." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Um, that's, uh, I don't know, it's, uh, I know, death gets everybody, but man, you know, sometimes you just want to break in, you just want to break in between hearing about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be nice to get some good news in between the death, right? Exactly. Um, timeline, uh, let's see here. James. All right, Jimbo, I'm sharing that uh, Iron Iron Man of 2020 Silver Centurion to you. Just now? Just Hell now. Man. Cause I just no, remembered. you've been doing all this time. Well, I'm forgetting about it. <laughs> so there Jimbo, you go. Lower your expectations right now. Just Right. Just, I mean, just, geez, how many times do we have to, to tell have you this? This is uh, well, not. clearly you do, so um, I don't. Uh, I, I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think if you got to be part of the show, you got to you, you got to be aware that that not only are we grossly underprepared for most episodes, but uh, <laughs> we also uh, you're uh, underfunded too. Uh, oh boy, you got that right. Um, 
um, yeah, the, uh, yeah, if you're, yeah, if you're expecting us to be on the ball about shit, uh, <laughs> I hate to break it to you, but you're barking up the wrong tree. Completely. Um, this is the wrong podcast if you want professionalism. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, shit, the, uh, I mean, literally, we had no topics, except I said, well, we should bring up Carrie Fisher. Uh, beyond that, we'll just see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I uh, guess we haven't even done a show since Rogue One came out, have we? No. In fact, hey, we should talk about Rogue One. How much ass did that kick? Oh, I thought it was great. I, I enjoyed it a lot. It was not perfect, but I, I liked it. My was, my biggest hang up was how much stuff was in trailers that didn't show up in the movie. See, I didn't pay attention I think to the they trailers, did that so deliberately. They did that. They did that to throw you off, man. Oh, that's an that interesting theory. Um, in the director's cut, special edition. Some of it, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't mind because honestly, there's a couple of lines from the trailers that weren't in there that stuck out. Uh, like the very first one, uh, when Forrest Whitaker said, uh, if you continue to fight, what will you become? Uh, I know that wasn't in there. And then the only other major one I can think of is, uh, that second trailer where, uh, Jin's walking down the catwalk and, uh, the TIE fighter, uh, comes up over the, uh, over the end of the catwalk and you see, and you see her walking towards it. Otherwise, I can't think of anything else that was in the trailers that didn't make it into the movie. There was, uh, they were running along the beach with the Death Star plans. There was one where Kendrick says to Darth Vader, the power we're dealing with is immeasurable. Um, Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. In fact, that was in the last trailer in October. Yeah. I forgot about that. I I waited. That gave me goosebumps watching that the first time. And I waited for that in the movie that never showed up. There was a bunch of stuff. There's, I read an article uh, a couple of days ago. I didn't want to post it because of, of all because of spoilers, but there spoilers, was yeah. there was a ton of stuff. Um, you know, all uh, the stormtroopers walking on the with beach. Movies now, I mean, you're guaranteed. It's common, but whatever you're seeing will, advertised, there's going to be a bunch of shit in the trailers, especially if there's more than one trailer. That you know, it's it's not going to make it into the movie. It's I mean, common, but I think there was a lot more with Rogue One than there was with any other movie that I've seen. Um, uh, Force Awakens had some of that going on. Um, and not then, like, on some of the scale. stuff that was in the trailers. Um, uh, if it ended up in the movie, sometimes it was a little different, like uh, like the like the Han. Uh, like when the second trailer, when when uh, they board the Falcon and Han says, "Chewie, we're home." Uh, in the movie, it was a completely like different inflection, and uh, like that scene, that shot in the very first teaser where you see that the crossguard lightsaber light up for the first time. Oh. That shot wasn't in the movie either. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. That's funny. I can't think of all that much from the Rogue One, but I don't know. I love that movie. I've been waiting 25 years to see that story play out, and uh, it was only, I mean, thing was only announced two years ago, but I've been waiting that long, and it met my expectations. No problem. I've seen it twice. 
I took my daughter to see it the first Thursday, and then uh, my daughter and my father and I went to see it uh, two days later, and I already told her we'll go see it again in January, so, um, because she is a 12-year-old Star Wars nerd, so, um, so yeah, I already, I already said, yep, we'll go see it again, so, so she's, uh, She's excited for that, but really, I'm just waiting till January when the uh, you know, holidays are over, and you know the weekend crowds at the theater won't be too too bad. And uh, well, luckily we live close to the theater, so even if the weather's inclement, uh, it's really close enough that that it won't be a problem. Um, but yeah, I I loved it. Yeah, it wasn't perfect, but um, I can't rank it though. Like, you know, I see lists of people. Oh, here's the order of my favorite Star Wars Yeah, I don't movies. do that. Oh, I don't find it I haven't all. seen it enough to even attempt to, to rank it yet. I just know that, you know, I had a lot of hype for it because of the story. Because, well, really, I'm a big nerd for the Rebels. And, uh, you know, that's... So I was excited about this because, you know, this story... Uh, theft of the Death Star plan has been told in video games and it's been told in comics and it's been told but none of those none of the stories Ed's written ever really did it for me so I just I wanted to see somebody's official vision of it and I saw it and I was extremely happy with it um and uh now I'm I'm uh I'm just looking forward to seeing what else they have planned for these uh for these spin-offs. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, uh, when they first... Like, Han Solo, when they first announced it, it's not that... I didn't have anything against it. I thought it was kind of an odd choice. But... Um, but then... Um, but then, like, they announced the cast. They announced that kid that's playing uh, Han Solo. Now, I've seen him in a couple of movies. And he's really good about playing, like, kind of quirky characters, and the guy's got a lot of charm and a lot of charisma. And I watched the two movies with him in it, and I said, oh, I can't wait to see what he's going to do as Han Solo. And then they announced uh, Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian, and I'm a Lando fanboy, and so I'm just excited that, you know, he's going to be in the movie, and I'm sure he's going to have a substantial role. And I'm very much after all the after all the things that they had in Rogue One that were actually a big surprise because they they managed to keep so many of the leaks contained. I'm really looking forward to seeing how many Easter eggs they're going to put in the Han Solo movies. Yeah, that should um, be interesting. But uh, you know, and then. Um, you know, next year we got, you know, episode eight and then Han Solo and episode nine. And, uh, and then, I mean, there's another standalone that, uh, they haven't announced it. I don't think they've actually figured it out yet, but curious to see what they're going to do there. Uh, I kind of like the idea of, uh, of, uh, yearly Star Wars movies. Uh, I don't, I don't think they need to go the Marvel route and put out more than one a year. Um, might be overkill because 
See, thing is with the with the Marvel movies, they're always building it up to have these, you know, the movies with the multiple casts and things like that. But you know, they also they also play in roughly you know chronological order, where that's not the case with Star Wars. So I don't think we need to go to the theater, you know, twice a year to see a new Star Wars movie, but. I'm just glad that they're going to keep putting out new movies because I just remember 11 years ago when they said episode three was it, there won't be any more, and it's just like, well, that's that's a shocking waste of potential, yeah. and uh, and uh, and and it's uh, and I'm like, there's no way, there's no way that that uh, you know, I mean, then before the before the sale to Disney, I thought, well, I guarantee. Uh, you know, thinking that George would never make any more movies, and think and assuming that he would never want anybody else to make the movies without him, I thought, well, bet after he kicks the bucket, uh, there'll be more Star Wars movies. But then he retired and sold it to Disney, and they immediately announced uh, seven, eight, nine would happen, and then they do, and then they would do standalones. And, and then I thought to myself, well, that was a good time to be a Star Wars fan. Um. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. Jaja Gabor's adopted son died. Um, on the same day, no less. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, yeah. In fact, that's funny. You mentioned Jaja Gabor when 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 I read last weekend that she died. My first thought was no. It was a few days after her death. It says. Um. Well, I said it was the same day when I read. Huh. Eighteenth. Uh. Conflicting. Yeah, that sucks, though. Um, um, yeah, I just remember I read Zsa Zsa Gabor died. I'm like, wait, she was still alive? I was I was <laughs> unaware that she hadn't died. In fact, I thought she had died quite some time ago. Um, but probably oh, your man. sister Ava. What you think? Oh, yeah, maybe, or maybe I thought she was dead too. I don't know, but. Oh, man, the adopted son died, too. Nah, I don't know. It sucks, because, like, the other day, Debbie Fisher posted about Carrie, and it's like, no parent should ever have to bury their child. Yeah. This sucks. Yeah. yeah. Um, in fact, you know, as a parent, that is my biggest fear, is that something will happen yeah. to one of my kids before it happens to me, and that just scares the living hell out of me. And, frankly, I can't handle that idea, because that is just so... I don't know. It's just so sad. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's terrible, but, yeah. Now I'm Shah Shah Gabor, and I'm like, oh, who knew? Um, but, uh. All right. We are at uh, two and a half hours here. (laughs) All right. Um, (sighs) last topic. Uh, Wait, what, what, what do you got? Do any of y'all know Wayne Barlow? No. Uh, painter? No. Uh, the only painter I the only painter I can name is Bob Ross, so <laughs> Yeah, you can't name any painters. <laughs> Rembrandt? Uh, well, there's him too, but you know. Monet, um, Da Vinci. Vinci Picasso. I um, mean I mean I'm talking modern painters. It's just Bob Ross. That's it. Um, why? Who's the guy you're talking about? Alex Ross. You don't know that oh. name? Yeah, I know oh, Alex yeah. Ross. Sounds familiar. 
Alex Ross Wayne does Barlow. amazing stuff. He, he, he made his Wayne Barlow made his career back in starting in the seventies, eighties, doing uh, covers for sci-fi and uh, fantasy novels. He put out a, a couple books called Barlow's Guide to Extraterrestrials and Fantasy, where he just you know he did he painted representations of what he thought all these weird aliens and shit looked like. Huh. Very popular. Um, Apparently. Went on to be a designer, work, you know, working, design for movies and shit. He, he was the original designer for the Power Lords boys back then. Um, he did work for, what movies? I know he, I know he, he designed the Knife Head for Pacific Rim. Ah. And ooh, Onibaba, the one that attacks Sydney. Um, yeah, I've never seen Pacific Rim. It's pretty good. Yeah, I like fucking crap, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know. Blasphemy. Dude, 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 hang the fuck up right now and put it on. Damn. How the fuck um, do you not see? You can buy it for five bucks. Hell, no, man. Watch it wherever you want. Just well, oh, man. hey. Hey, I was busy there for a while, okay? So, hey. you know. Oh, you know, I, I just never got around to sucking a titty. You know? <laughs> oh, I've done that plenty of times. Shut up, Jimbo. Um, never anyway, I'm going to put some uh, put some links up on the on the page for a 18-inch uh, figure he's got coming out for his Baron Farai character from that is God's Demon's novel. Um, his novel, God's Demon, is something I highly recommend to all of you. Beautiful work. It's not something you'd, you'd expect from somebody who's a painter, but it's a beautiful novel. It's about uh, one of Satan's generals getting the idea that God's love extends even to the demons of hell, and that redemption is possible even for them. So this guy, Sargatanus, the general, he leads a war in hell, ultimately trying re-raid the, the gates of heaven to seek redemption. Jeez, they should make a movie out of that. They need to make a movie out of that. Uh, so far, what we're going to get is an action figure, an 18-inch figure of this guy. I'll show, I'll share this, some pictures of it. Um, Who's making the figure? Who? What company is that? It's some little art house I've never heard of. Oh, okay. It's uh. beautiful. It, it looks great. Yeah, the, um, the figure looks phenomenal. It's it's unfortunately one six scale, so and thereby expensive. Oh, but I'm out. Yeah, he's not. It's not just one six scale. It's eighteen inches tall. Oh man! Because this is a demon from hell, so they're like, you know, one hundred fifty percent the size of you. But uh, yeah, the, the I've anyway, seen the, yeah, I've look, seen the pictures need to of look it. At that book because it's a great book, and uh, so you can make them fight your hacks. The guy, the guy just, the guy just does phenomenal work and everything he does. So. Look him up and become a fan. So there, I'm done. Yeah, I've seen the uh, it, I've seen the pictures of the figure a couple times this week, and it, it looks phenomenal. I would I would love to have that in one eighteenth scale. I uh, tried to tried to think about how I could make a custom of that, and it's just like no, that's yeah, it, it's the, not, yeah. not without sculpting it's some nice. stuff. Uh, that sounds like a thing that Guillermo del Toro needs to uh, make a movie out uh, of. You mean Guillermo del Toro, the director of Pacific Rim? <laughs> yes, that one. Yes, that one. Yes. Shut that up, guy. asshole. 
Um, shut up. I've seen the Hellboy movie, so I'm covered. Um, I think uh, Ron Perlman is in that movie. Pan's Labyrinth too. Uh, he's in Hellboy too. Ron Perlman uh, is in Pacific Rim too. Uh, I uh. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, well, they're shooting the sequel to Pacific Rim, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I um, think so. I they, keep hearing uh, on and off on that. You know, you know who's starring, right? No. FN two eight one seven or two one eight seven or whatever the fuck his name is. Finn. Really? He's no. He's a he's a Idris Elba's son. Oh, is uh is uh Idris Elba coming back for it? Uh, you need to watch the movie before you ask that question. Well, yeah. okay then. <laughs> I'm guessing. Spoiler alert. Um. Um. And uh, yeah. honestly, that's not a yes or a no, because yeah, I could I, I can come up with a theory of how it could happen. Yeah, good writing will get her, get you around anything. Yeah. yeah, that's why I think you know people argue who's stronger, or who can beat who is just that just depends on who's writing it that day. Yeah. All right, uh, let's see here. We are at yeah, we're at it. Two hours and 45 minutes here, folks, so. That's not in counting the hour J.D. and I were waiting for you. Yeah. And waiting. Yep. And waiting. And waiting. Yep. And waiting. And waiting. Yep. <laughs> um, but, uh, all right, folks, this is uh, our last show before the new year, but we've got another one planned uh, uh, for shortly after New Year's. Doug, thanks so much for yeah, being on the show. Me, yeah, anytime, uh, man. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll get you back on here at some point in the oh, future. Yeah, love to, love to. Um, yeah, definitely. Well, especially next year when the Kumite launches, we'll get you oh, on yeah, to talk about that too. Live coverage or something. Yeah, um, totally. We can do that. Uh, oh yeah, because we've been talking about uh, tossing around the idea of doing a, a live video show too. Oh, that'd be kick-ass. Yeah, we haven't uh, worked all the bugs out of that yet, but we've done a test yeah. run of it. So, they always say I'm I as long as y'all buy my camera. What's that? I'm in as long as y'all buy my camera. Uh, you got a uh, well, you probably have a camera on the on the tablet, so you know. Um, uh, actually, I disabled that like when I bought the fucker because I don't want the NSA watching me masturbate. Um, <laughs> you don't want, you don't want them watching you set up your iPhone. I was going to say, they're watching anyway. They're just using the Google satellites for it. Yeah, I don't mind if they watch my masturbate there. It's not it's not something they haven't seen before, so. <laughs> Look, he's at it again. Exactly. They, Look they're, at I'm, how hairy those palms are. I'm sure they're tired of it by now, so, you know, you just do it long enough. They're like, fuck this. We got better things to watch. <laughs> All right, folks, that is episode 17. Thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks for being on again, Doug, and thanks for actually showing up for uh, episode Jimbo. Eh. (laughs) Hey, be here next week. Let's see if we can get two in a row. Exactly. Um, Maybe. Yeah, I'll be here. All right. And have a good evening. All right, later, guys.